Hello and welcome to the No Self Podcast. Hey, how's it going today? Well, and welcome to the No Self Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, the injury bug is plaguing all of the wrestling world. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's Jesus getting some. Christ, yes. You get an injury. I mean, you get an injury. Either. You get a contract deduction. You get an injury. <laughs> everybody. If you love watching your favorite people, uh, don't. It's going to be a weird summer. <laughs> Summer of weird. You know what it reminds me of? Summer of jobbers. 97. 97. Like the summer of 97. Everybody was hurt. Hmm. Across the board. Uh, we're going to be also talking about some of the results from the WWE of Hell in a Cell. Yuck. We'll have to take your word for it, Joe. Some of us. And we'll be talking about <laughs> POW. POW. Pro Wrestling's past weekend of, uh, against the wall and break it down. We're, we're gonna break that. We're gonna break it down. Joe. We're gonna break that down. As we're gonna break it down. I'm your host Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey yo, and the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble. Scissor me, daddy ass. Scissor me, daddy ass. I long for a world where that's just a a perfectly acceptable greeting in any situation. I I hope I hope when that co- when that T-shirt comes out and looks suitable. <laughs> I would probably be purchasing At no point is it ever going to be suitable. It says, scissor me, daddy it ass. Should be, but, the, but the thing is... I have two hands. Hear me out. Hear me out. Here, here, I will send them the photo. It's two fingers. Are you scissoring daddy ass? But hear me out. It's, it's the emoji form of the two scissors, and then you have a dad, and then a peach. Scissor me, daddy ass. Let's go. Dude's doing Mad Libs over here. I know, right? But I do. I want to be able to go to someone's wedding and be like, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> Does anybody here have anything against this wedding? Scissor me, daddy ass! <laughs> just want to be on Final Jeopardy. I don't know the answer, so I just write scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah. And you, uh, hmm, scissor me. <laughs> your, your, your answer, scissor. And you bet? And then you, you bet me, me daddy ass. ass. <laughs> hmm. Buck futter. <laughs> All right. We have some fun, but let's talk about these injuries. What is going on in this world? Maybe wrestlers need vacations. Who knows? Off time would be beneficial to their health and mental well-being. Maybe. Yeah, Roman's taking advantage of that. Roman is. Thanks, Roman. And the bloodline. Since if Roman's not there, the bloodline yeah, is not there. Yeah, shows aren't doing shit. It's uh, SmackDown. It's all the same as Zane's there. SmackDown is like a number mash one, unit. Number one oose. SmackDown's like a mash unit. There's like four guys working, and everyone else is in cots in the back. <laughs> Medic. So uh, this past week, um, you know, we talked about last. And it, here's the best part we can talk about. Last week, we discussed this about the future. Or who, where, who does fit someone face? A la CM Punk. He won the title last week. Where does he go from there? Who is he defending? <laughs> the injured list. He's defending <laughs> the surgery room. As I believe the rumor is yeah. that he did a stage dive. When he came out on Dynamite, he did a stage dive, and... People assume that's where it happened. It's unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed, but yeah. that's the assumption, is that he did a stage dive, but his foot got caught hitting the... Because when he did the barrier. springboard, he hit hard yeah. in the ring yeah. Yeah. on his left foot. He also came down hard there, so, so it could be either one of it them. It could be, like, the, the stage dive was just the beginning, and then the springboard was just, like, there it was. But CM Punk got hurt Wednesday, Friday, announcing that he is not relinquishing the title, but he's going... <laughs> To 
the IR for having an interim champion. Of yep. Yeah, they they fucked this whole announcement up. Thank God they uh, happened to just have a, a live rampage this week instead of most weeks where it's not live anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because then it would be even more awkward. If if I bet you if it was, they probably just would have cut the segment. I think if if it wasn't live. They would have done a like a sit down interview backstage. Like, here we go. This is what we're doing with punk. Mike today. But yeah, mostly the voice of Mike today. That's so, a bummer, dude. That super fucking sucks. I mean, he bare three days. We had we were so pumped when he showed up in August. We knew eventually he would get the belt. And then three days God later, damn it! Just three days later, he's like, I have to be out for what? Anybody has anybody heard like what? He's in a surgery's not even until yeah, Thursday, so, so, even, so they won't know until surgery. Yeah. Okay, so maybe hopefully determined. My guess is full gear. Short, is, could shorter speed three to six months. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. He's also, that's best case scenario if you're like an athlete. He's not an athlete and very old and beat the fuck up. Like his body, you know. So Jesus, man. Hopefully three to six months. So let's just say, let's just say that for now. We don't know until we find out. Well, in, six months of December, so six yeah. months misses full gear. <laughs> so hopefully three months. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know time or Tanahashi though. Smart as he going on and said that uh, he still wants to have his match with Punk and that he uh, invited him to Wrestle Kingdom. 17. I was gonna say sometime in January sounds about good for that yeah, match. Yeah, he, uh, he said you know Tokyo. We'll yeah. have it there. That sounds like a, so, sounds I mean, like a match you could have at Tokyo. It actually benefits things really. In, <laughs> in, in, in a way, like, it hurts the the pay per view by rate. Not the tickets; they're sold yeah, out. They're sold out. The pay per view hurts. It hurts. Them. Them. show up. It they're also probably... hurts them in terms of title lineage because this is they're they're in a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you can't go back to page. It's too soon. You can't do that. You almost can never go back to page. You can't even go back to Brian Danielson because he he can't go to him because he's got More a concussion. On him later, he's got a concussion. Yeah. He's out. Does he? Yes, he's out. So, he's hurt too. So Danielson won't be an option. More, uh, he got a anarchy. Just, yeah, just okay. a couple. He said concussion, so he's got at least two weeks, if not a little longer. MJF is doing an important storyline. You can't just give I up mean, in the middle of. So he's not an option. They're going to Mox. It's going to go right and, back to Mox. Yeah, and Kenny Omega is nowhere near ready to come back yet. So you're looking at Mox again, <sighs> which is not ideal. God, but I guess in this instance. The best case scenario, because what? the worst thing you could do is go to Wardlow. Worst thing? Worst yes. thing. He's, you, you can't put that pressure on him. Do you think... He should destroy Scorpio Sky. So let me ask you guys this. So uh, this upcoming Dynamite, we will be doing... They'll be doing a Battle Royal. Whoever wins the Battle Royal, that starts the show. Whoever wins it takes on Moxley in the main event to become the interim champion. Does Warlow win? No. The battle, no. Who wins the Battle Royal? Somebody that can have a good match. Yeah. Dante Margarita. It won't matter. It literally is irrelevant. Mox I mean, is it winning. Jericho. Yeah, Mox is winning. It's irrelevant. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if it's Jericho. It's not Paige because he's taking on David Finley. Yeah. So. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Jericho. Yeah. That way they do something safe. They don't blow a match. They don't give somebody a loss they can't afford. And Mox still beats somebody important to get to his part of the main event. What about Darby? You could do Derby. It wouldn't hurt him to lose. Yeah. Um, someone like that. Do you think maybe a just to get him in, just in that title, Keith Lee swerve? Nope. No. You, you do damage to those guys. So what, what you guys are talking about is get someone, one of the originals that can take the heat. You just, you, you just doesn't need to be an original. You just somebody who can take a loss. Yeah, you just need uh, a vet who can take a loss and not be hurt by it. And then, Jericho. so we have injured... Danielson, we have an injured 
Uh, and Danielson. Omega. It's Omega. concussions again for Omega. Danielson, man. That's is... not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> is this going to snowball for Danielson? Because I mean, he has concussion history. It's a problem. Not if he's off enough, depending on the severity of him. How severe were these? Like that's that's the key. But as you get them, they just they pile up. Yeah. That's why Aikman retired. None of them were terrible, but he just kept getting them. Um, I don't know. There's too many open questions. I don't know. I don't know the severity of them. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Like, it's gonna happen more here because he wanted it to. Like that's why he came here. Is to be a wrestler instead of a yeah. sports entertainer. Like he wanted to bleed, he wanted to do the kind of matches where this shit may happen because that's what he likes to do. So probably, yeah, it's going to snowball and be worse. Uh, if I were them, I would look at getting the belt on him within the next year. If you're going to do it for safety's sake, you don't want a shell of a former self. I wish he's nowhere near that, but you know, no. Um, as long as he bounces back, yeah. I don't know, but they're in a rough spot though because that just doesn't leave anybody that. Because what I was going to because what I was going to bring up is you have Punk injured, you have Danielson injured, and then I saw that Adam Cole won't be wrestling until the Forbidden uh, Forbidden Door pay per view. He's not (laughs) injured, injured, but he needs time off. He's beat up. He's beat the fuck up. He also should be nowhere near that belt. Yeah, ever. So he wouldn't be a good option either. He's already lost too many times, so he's not a good option to take it either. Um, but yeah, you know, he's beat up. He's like, it's one of those where he's going to be injured if he keeps working. So he's like, cool, take three weeks off, rest up. Uh, they're really going to have to, here's the good thing about having that long list of uh, talent. Yeah. You can utilize it now. That's exactly what Look at fucking SmackDown. Roman takes the time off. They got eight people on the show. Yep. It's just, and like, some are from Raw. It's so crazy, right, because of what happened, and, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later with MJF, with what he did last week, that the timing could not have been worse for him to not be on TV. Yeah. No, it's... Because like, it's... Yeah, if MJF is off TV, I mean, you have Punk, and you have all these people you can rely on, and they're all fucking gone now. You're going to have to, at this point, as it stands right now, you're really going to have to lean on Moxley. Which, and I mean, he's, I agree, he's the best choice for interim champ for now, but he's not the ideal choice. He's just the best option right now. Um, Danielson would have been the the ideal choice. Yeah, yeah. But then again, a lot of people don't like the interim title thing, so do you want to put the interim title on, the interim name on something like Danielson and and lessen it? A lot of people don't like that shit. I don't mind it, because it's different. And at least it's not them saying, look, he's hurt. We're just not going to have a champion for eight months. Like, you know, they would with Brock if he just goes home or whatever. So I think if it had been anybody other than Punk, they probably would have relinquished the title. But you can't just have Punk relinquish the title. Yeah. So I, in this instance, I don't, I don't super love the interim title thing. In this instance, I, it makes sense to me. I get it. It's the one thing from MMA that I don't, that I kind of immediately grabbed onto. I'm like, it's not a bad idea. If, if, done, it, if done correctly. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. boxing MMA, it's not done correctly. And it, it waters everything down and it well, sucks. Every, every yeah. time I see, if they do it correctly, it works. <laughs> every yeah. time I see boxing, there's like four interim or four heavyweight. I'm like, <laughs> what's who's you're like, he's the real champion. Those four of the other guys with the belts is just, yeah, they're just there. 
And then, then there's always that one match. We're going to combine all 20 belts because we need to limit the belts down to one. Gets watered. Well, let's hope it doesn't get watered down. Like, I hope there's not, like, multiple title well, I mean, changes and shit. The best guy, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the road, it just it leads to a unification match. So, Which is theoretically, money. It lead, yeah. theoretically, it leads to a money match, depending on, depending on who it is who that, and how the title reign goes. And I think, I mean, both Moxley and Punk could talk you into the building, so I don't think that's an issue. When it's time comes, well, Punk could. I think Moxley could. I think Mox could try. Moxley doesn't like. You may not like Moxley much, but he connects to that crowd. You can't deny he's over as fuck. So he'll so talk like, a man. So I guess my 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 thinking is Punk can talk anybody into the crowd. Mox can talk people who are already going to be there into the building. I don't know that he branches out to you a lot of other people. You know, what I'm surprised about the, the battle royal, the situation. Is they announced the competitors? Um, Lance not Archer. yet. Lance. <laughs> I'm, the thing is, Tune I'm, in, folks. I'm, I'm just surprised they're not going the, the route of like. Um, I get they're, they're doing the Moxie thing because he's seven zero in his his um, this year. strength of schedule. Strength of schedule. Uh, I'm surprised they're not going the route of like Scorpio Sky just because he's the TNT champion. Like, hit, let him go and battle for the no, because this company has done a really good job of showing you that each title means. A lot to the yeah. people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to fight for the world title because he's the TNT champion, damn it, and that's prestigious as hell to him. And also, the world title means something, and Scorpio Sky fighting for it means it means nothing. He's not a world champion. Because I'm looking, not I everybody have, can be. He's not. So I have the, I have the roster in front of me. So you have, I'm looking just like at the big names here. Jesus. Uh, you have Andrade. You have if he if he shows up if they put him in Brian Cage. Uh, Brody Lee, uh, Brody King, Jesus. Buddy Matthews. Can you get to any big names yet? Or? You have yeah. Jericho. Just jobbers here. Uh, well, I wouldn't call them jobbers, but they're not. Darby. World title. Hey, there's one. Darby, Jericho. Kingston. Pay- I do, I, he's going to be champion. World champion? Oh, yeah, he's going to be. In fact, I had a... That feels like if Jeff mankind Hardy, if, to me. If Jeff Eddie Hardy's Kingston. healthy, they put him in. Well, I, if no. He, just pretend he's not and don't let him wrestle. Yeah. Just, Say he's not helping and um, lie to him. In fact, that's to, to me. That's the dude I would have done it with. Hardy, if he was no healthy? Kingston, Kingston. Because one, it's the interim, so you can say like there's always an asterisk by it. And then he but doesn't that just shit on him even more. Depends on how you tell it. Like, I think Punk. I mean, Punk's gonna win regardless of who the fuck. Well, uh, no, is the but I don't even mean that. But like. So if you give Eddie Kingston a token lifetime achievement, a lifetime achievement world title reign, but then the whole storyline is, but he's not really the champion. Isn't that just shitting on his thing any even more? Could he might as well just not well, give him the belt. Like Sammy, when he was the interim TNT, he he wasn't calling himself interim. He was like, I'm a five time champion now. Yeah. Uh, who else? We have the returning Miro. Um, he could be. He could be, but it's not yet. Pac. Powerhouse Hobbs, just, just, I'm just saying going to take on Mox. I'm not saying they're winning it. Yeah. Um, Phoenix, Penta, Joe, Ricky Starks. So I wouldn't see, you got to think both ways. Yeah, some of those names are big enough, but you don't want to, you don't want to feed them to Moxie and give them a loss. Like Joe, he's doing pretty good building up the ROH TV title. He's had good matches. Yeah. Why have him go lose to Moxley? You don't, want, uh, you don't want Starks. He's building momentum again. You don't want him to just lose. Tony Nese just because Nese is... Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. throwing that out. It's, Jericho makes sense. The few continues with the two groups. Yeah, the, Jer- the GR becomes Jericho's, the, yeah. Jericho's the most reasonable. Okay. He can take the loss. It's a big enough name. 
because you know Moxie's going anyway. It's, yeah. The battle royal is almost worthless. You guys will just have said uh, him and Jericho. I was, was going to say that. Like, I actually don't like the idea of a battle royal. I would actually prefer just to have them to have two semifinal matches. And then just have the two winners face. Do you think but they, I think that feeds into the whole you don't want to give people losses that you didn't plan on giving them in the first place because your you know, momentum. Do you they actually book to try to get people strong in this company instead of it wouldn't matter. You just but then whoever. But then but if you keep doing that though, then you have this like Floyd Mayweather boxing mindset where any loss like ruins your career and it's okay to lose. If you lose to CM Punk and John Moxley, that's an okay loss. You can't lose to Pockets. You can't lose to fucking Daniel Garcia. That's who you can't lose to. If you lose to a main event world title champion, that's fine. That's doable. Do you think Do you think they should... So what you're saying, two semifinal matches. Do you think they should have done the two semi, say, like on Dynamite, and then the next week do... No. Or, or just do one... You have two semifinal matches in the first hour and the world title main, main event. event. So, so you have whole, an easy booked show. That's your whole night. Well, it's not the world title. It's just the winner of Moxley, and the other guy goes to Forbidden Door to face Tanahashi for the title. Isn't it? Isn't, That's what the, well, is it? I thought it was that Moxley. No, no. Oh. <laughs> the, the whole thing was so confusing no. when they first brought the, it up. The winner of the Battle Royal faces Mox tomorrow night, same night. Okay. But then the winner of that match goes to Forbidden Door's main event, and then Tanahashi takes on Hiroki Goto at Dominion. Yeah. And then the winner of that match faces Moxley at Forbidden Door for the interim title. So it's going to be Moxley and Tanahashi. I kind of hope they just give it to Tanahashi. That would be good, except for you need him to be here, and there's no way he's going to not be in Japan, Japan for the G1, all of Japan in August. So you'd still have an absent champ. You can have it for a month. It doesn't need to be a long title, right? Because that Punk-Tanahashi thing doesn't need to, kind of doesn't need to be for the belt anyways. Well, no, but do you want him? I got, you know, you know, do you like the idea of title changes in the interim? You're already muddying up a, a a thing a little bit with the interim. Now you want to. I sound like you want like a seven month John Moxley ring. That just sounds I mean, terrible. Yeah, you know, wrong, you know my who I would love just because of the online bitterness is Kingston because of how him and Punk hate each other. It just makes sense for when Punk comes back and we just facing Kingston for the title. But then he just jobs Kingston out again, and then it doesn't help Kingston at all. That's true. Mm. That's I mean, just my going to be like, I don't like Kingston, but like that's people love him. That's a terrible use of Kingston. It's, it's timing sucks. They it couldn't have happened at a worse time because <laughs> every it, it star mocks, lied to fuck them over. Because Max, because Mox is the most sensible, yeah, direction, and that's, and that's not super exciting to me. So, but. so <laughs> we have those injuries. Cody Rhodes tore his peck. It Idiot. looks like it did on Monday. Idiot. Because he posted photos of it gradually getting worse and worse and worse. And it's so gross. It's gross. Well, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. What happened was he partially tore it last Monday on Raw during the pull apart brawl him and Seth had. That's real? Yes. Okay. So. I thought it was fake. Later on in the week. Yep. Having known that, do you go and lift as heavy weights as possible with that arm? And uh, you do if you work for that company. Yeah, well, because that's what happened. And yep. then lifting weights, he tore it completely. You know, you know, Vince McMahon, he has to jack off to somebody with vascular veins. God damn! I would not do that. I would, uh, you know. I always wanted to rip to Dusty. So, Curry <laughs> tore his pec last week, then completely tore it the later on this week off the bone. Off the bone. So. 
hey, in WWE, the the you know protocol is what you're hurt, you're not going to wrestle. Yeah, uh, unless we need you, and then you're going to wrestle. But one Cody Rhodes does wrestle. Well, if you believe the stories, if you believe the uh, the rigmarole, they told him that he didn't have to wrestle and that they would figure out some other way. But he said, of course not. I must compete. I will compete. I've already ended racism. I I've already, yeah, I've already ended racism. I can wrestle. You know, so he went out there on his sword. And competed. <laughs> we're, we're totally taking the ass out of Cody here. I, well, I, mean, I was trying to figure out how he got it done. I think it's because he has adrenaline in the soul. Something, 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 something. Cody Rhodes. off the bone. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> something, something, something. But, um. <laughs> God damn. What do you get? So. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Uh, it's terrible timing again. Roman's you know taking the summer off. I feel bad for Tony Khan. I love it for Vince McMahon. This makes me so happy. <laughs> Fuck that company. Brock is somewhere out in the Canadian Yukon. Roman's <laughs> like, I'm not coming back. Piss Hunt, off. Hunt, hunting Sabretooth or something like that. We have. Uh, Goddamn Roman's he's, he's, on. He's actually a Jurassic World <laughs> 5. He's hunting T Rex. <laughs> yeah. You'll see Brock Lesnar show up. It's like, Roman's like Rambo. Somewhere, Roman's somewhere like, I ain't coming back. It's that, like, crazy thing of what? You're, each company's big time hire, Punk, WWE's Cody Rhodes, both get hurt, uh-huh. and and it's and, and this proves we talked about we were talking about just a bit ago about how AEW has the talent that they can move on. I'll say it's probably a bigger deal for WWE. Well, WWE, what well, WWE is now? All right, Cody's gone for three to six months. We have. Roman taking a vacay, and the bloodline's going with him. Brock's hunting the saber-toothed tiger, or he's in Jurassic World 3. Who knows? It doesn't... You, it, you have no stars for honestly, WWE. Honestly, but it doesn't really affect them too much either, to be honest. Their plans for the next three months didn't involve him anywhere near a world yeah, but title. Yeah, you could just, you know, plug in Wrestler X for storyline. Yeah. They, yeah. they already had Money in the Bank figured out with Riddle. They've got Drew for the British one. Orton is supposed to be SummerSlam. There's a question mark there. His back is pretty bad. So Cody wasn't involved in like the upper upper stuff anyway. So like he was likely going to win the briefcase. That's about the only thing you'll have to really figure out. And it's probably just going to be Seth. I'll be Otis, and they'll just he'll, he'll just win him in a match. <laughs> yeah, like they always do. Um, but he has made a difference on Raw. Like. In terms of just being able to watch it, people more people watch it. Well, they also have that uh, the Cody Rhodes timer now, which is <laughs> the dumbest thing on television. I lie. I take it back. I mean, last week it was like a one point four. So that's a just the dumbest <laughs> thing. It, it literally saying, "Hey, for the first two hours, you don't got to worry about it. Go ahead and come back at ten. That's when Cody's here." Yeah, that's exactly what happens. It's mm-hmm. so stupid. It's like you know what? Mm, too bad. You yeah. could do it once. You don't need to do it weekly. But then, but what they do is they do it for. Um, they do it for Cody, but then they did it last week for the tag titles. Like, tune in in two hours and 30 minutes to catch this main event. Yeah. So we have, uh, yeah, that's big. And then, so, what you said, they have no stars, right? So yeah. what are they going to do? Ba, 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 ba. John Cena. As John Cena is being uh, brought back. Uh, they're uh, talking about how this is his 20-year anniversary with WWE, so they're bringing him back uh, at the end of the month for a Raw. 
It is the exact date he debuted on SmackDown, June 27th, 2002. So that's a nice little bit of kismet there. But Ruthless aggression. Um, but isn't there something else in June you probably could have celebrated instead of Cena? Is, is there? Uh, you, gay pride. Wait, it's since McMahon. <laughs> they did do uh, the pri- it's Pride Month. Yeah, it's Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, not for that company, it's not. Well, they do. They have the Dirty Together shirt now. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. cool. So they can make money off of it. That's that celebration. Yep, they do. And then uh, AEW's come out with it's a not promo. Like those proceeds hey. go to like anything hey. supporting. Uh, you know, let's just be happy they didn't go the other route. It could have been a shirt that said LGBTQHLR. Hustle, loyalty, respect. I guess at least they didn't do Juneteenth ice cream like some companies. Baskin, what was it? Uh, it was Walmart. Walmart, but it was Ben and Jerry's, right? No, it was their oh, the great brand. value brand, oh. Juneteenth ice cream. <laughs> I mean, that's... Chocolate, by the way. Chocolate ice cream. Oh, of course. Of course it was. That's fitting for Walmart. I mean... <laughs> so at, least, at least there's that? They weren't the worst company this week? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys saw what I sent you guys about Cena, about the thing he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a good guy. He's a robot. Yeah, he's a good guy. But he's I a don't good need guy. to see him on TV anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see him wrestle. Like <laughs> him doing coming back does nothing for me. No, like it won't make me watch Raw. Uh, so I tried to watch Raw the other day, and it was pretty. And you instead poured battery acid on your eyes. Yes, I wanted to. It was like the thing of I I tuned in and. They were bringing up, well, let's talk about John Cena for a minute, and then they bring up he's back. And I couldn't watch their show. I don't think I could, the way they do it now. I can't. I was listening to Cornette, and he did that uh, Raw review, and talked about how Liv Morgan came down to the ring, and then they went and did a whole bunch of other shit, and then 20 minutes later, the match started. Yeah. She stood in the ring for 20 minutes. She came out at 10... 15. 15 and the match started at, like, 10.35. Yeah. How do you... I that can't, is no yeah. way to do TV. I can't. It's... it's Well, they do it weekly now. Like, every time I'm every time on Raw, they bring... Or even SmackDown. It's like, hey, the main event starts at 6.45. Well, the first person comes out at 6.15... Promo on the back, uh, promo uh, uh, a segment that was taped from Raw. Uh, interview in the back, interview the people that were already in the ring at 6.45. Don't get me wrong, uh, Liv Morgan is a beautiful woman, but I don't want to stare at her for 20 minutes if I'm live in that arena. Doing what nothing? What does she do? Probably hang on the rope, say hi to the yeah, fans. That's probably, probably, she don't, she, they don't leave the ring. They stay in the on like this, sit on the turnbuckle, and just watch the promos with us. Stick your thumb up your ass. I don't. Know. I mean, what the hell? How do you do a little soft shoe? <laughs> Goddamn, uh, Corey. I saw they're gonna maybe tease a new tag team for you. Yeah, Liv and Alexa. I, <laughs> what? Uh, That's the on the way down. I've already imagined that tag team a time or two. <laughs> so is Ryan Cabrera. He's gonna. He's gonna, benefit, damn he's gonna benefit greatly from it. Does Cabrera get those hands now? Probably. Oh, he gives those hands. He gives those hands. Yep. Uh, but no, I was trying to watch the Raw, and it was just horrific to listen to. They're going to bang the Red Sox games. Probably. That'd be great. Uh, because it's like goody-goody two-shoes, Byron Saxton, Jimmy Smith, who knows jack shit, and then you have, oh, I'm cool and I'm hip because I'm Corey Graves. And yet it's still better than uh, Taz Excalibur and Jericho, so there's that. Nah, that's a lie. It's not. Yeah, that's not true. It's not. <laughs> Not saying that that one's it's like no the raw team is. I that's one of the reasons I turned off Hell in a Cell after three matches because it was all the raw team and they are so bad. 
It's like, no, nope, not even uh, if the match was great. I love like Pat that. McAfee's like, I'm not coming for one match. Yeah. Fuck you. Nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take Rampage team any day over that Raw team. It's That's, uh, horrific. As uh, Booble says on the Monday Night War stories, straight sh- mutant Stevie Ray, I'm straight mutant Raw. Yeah, Jimmy Smith and Byron Saxton. When Corey Graves is far and away the, the best of the three. He's going to be happy, mean, right? Because now Punk's off TV. He's like, hey, I'm back. And it's not even, there's not even a number two. It's him, and then like at number 99 is Saxton and Jimmy Smith. Michael Cole. Michael. I'm talking just on Raw. Oh. That's how bad they Kayla? are. They go all the way down. Yeah, uh, Kayla's better than that. COVID Kayla. <laughs> but, you know, Raw is horrific. They have no star power. Now the Roman's taking half the season off, and Cody's gone. They got no star power. They've... they've they had the Miz, baby. Hey, you know what? The, but they took care of it last night. They had the you know the Judgment Day turn on Edge with Finn Balor as the new lead, and they did that for one reason and one reason only, because they needed babyface power, and that's Edge. That's why they did it. Because it made no fucking sense. Nope. You know, fucking Damian Priest calling him the weak link when uh, they've had one match, they won, and they've been dominant every week. On t- they haven't even shown ass. So how is he a weak link? It made absolutely no sense, but it was done because the panic button set in, and they think Edge will take <coughs> Cody's place. And I mean, I already didn't care about Raw. I'm super don't care about Finn Balor's involved because Finn Balor sucks. Edge. Um, so the reason they turned him heels because he bombed as a babyface last time. Yep. What are they thinking? They're not. That's a good question. Because they're not thinking. Because they're just. Panic button, panic button. Oh, what's that? Oh, a panic button. So, like, the person who's in charge of creative isn't good at their job. That's weird. Well, they're just getting rid of all, every one of them. <laughs> Fuck it, them. Uh, yeah, it's that horrific thing. But you know what? It's not horrific, and but it is at, at a bad timing. We discussed it just a bit ago. Um, MJF. About how uh, he cut a... Fantastic promo yep. on Rampage on uh, Dynamite last week. We were surprised they even gave him a mic. AK, he showed up on TV after Double or Nothing. Well, they decided to make a little money off this real life uh, issue. As as as, 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 as company should, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Might as well capitalize on it because I mean, he's there for two years either way. You might as well just use it, right? Yep. <laughs> and uh, he went a little longer than he should have. Worked out. Um, but it, but it, uh, <laughs> but did it? Did they work themselves into a shoot? Because uh, Discovery Warner Media uh, issued an ultimatum to get him out of every advertisement, every anything that has anything that shows MJF is to be vanished. I think that is completely a work. I think they're in on it. It could be, but why would they give a fuck to that level? They normally wouldn't, but it also doesn't hurt them to try it. Yeah. What does it okay. matter to them? At the end is of the that, day, at the end of the day, what AEW does is irrelevant to their business. But if it's like, it, if it helps them in some way, it's fine. If they are involved in, if it, if that part's a work too, and they're involved in it, then that speaks volumes so, <clears throat> to how important they are to their long term so future. When that came out <laughs> that him and Tony were going to sit down and talk, I actually think that's that was the actual meeting. It was him and Tony talking to Warner like, "Hey, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, I need you to be aware of it because we're going to do this." Mm-hmm. And so I think they made the call and then go all the way. Because nobody believes Tony Khan when he says that after that meeting with Discovery 
Time Warner that uh, that things are great and that they are. I don't know why you wouldn't believe them. And that they are a huge because everybody just assumes when a new company takes over, they want to get rid of the wrestling because it's low class and shit and like all that. I mean, it happened last time on those channels. So everybody has that fucking you know freak. Yeah, but back then it was about ratings. Now it's about they need content and demographics. So when they crush demographics and and, and they're crushing content. So. Uh, no, he said it went great, and if this is a work that they're a part of, that proves it. I think it is. Then that's great. That would be my guess. Uh, all the more reason not to Don't panic. rush him back. Don't panic and hit the reset button. Don't have him come back in a week like they did with CM Punk in 11. Oh. Ow. Um, Joe, what do you think about this? I think Corey and I agree with this. That was not MGF's <laughs> best promo. Nope. It's very, very good. It's not his best. Yeah. I think the one that he cut... When he told the punk story, and then he's did nothing. Um, yeah. Um, I gotta think about that one for a bit. But like, this was a good, like, this was a good work (laughs) shoot promo. We like Punk's pipe bomb. It's gonna be his most iconic promo. But, but I like I liked his the one of, you know, he was a boy being made fun of, and Mm -hmm. then Punk comes out. Is it true? No, 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 no. The week before. When he actually told the story. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. No, the one where Punk came out is when he was, that was the reaction to the first story. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And the okay. week before when he that, actually the told story, the, story, the story, that's oh, okay. the best promo. Okay. I got to think about that one. Because remember, I came on and I was like, he's turning face. That's how good it was. Um, um I got to think about that one. I think his best one is after. Is it after Revolution? It might have been after one last year. But he's bloodying in the locker room, sitting there with a towel, and he's, like, screaming into the mic. It's his most piperish, but still being MJF. That's my favorite one. But I can't remember if it's Revolution. So, or... let me ask you, ask you guys this. So, Corey, you brought up when we brought to the segment here that MJF went, had a long promo. It uh-huh. went nine, about nine minutes. Yeah. However... The backstage, the the sheets are saying that they were going to cut them off at five. Uh-huh. First, why didn't they? But also, they have the power to, so... They're not stupid. They it was going well. It was, he was killing it. I mean, if I'm back there, I'm thinking, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let's just, let's see where he goes. This, yeah. this is magic. Like, like, we don't have a break for five minutes. We're good, dog. <laughs> Which, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. The fact that, like, if it was if it, if it went south, like the Bailey in England, yeah. then they would then cut, cut it. You know? yeah, but when this is just MGF him, could be in a coma. And it when he go drops that the south. line of, hey, if I was a WWE guy, would I get more money? It's like, yeah, no, damn. It's, uh, Tony's not stupid. He's a long-term wrestling nerd. Yeah. But he's not stupid. Um... But I, I need to hang out with Tony Khan one day. I watched an interview of him. You smoke that much weed? In I, I do could. I, I will talk, I'll try. Where <laughs> someone asked him, "What's your all time favorite match?" And it, it, it took him like ten minutes. He named like a hundred different matches. He did. That sounds like Tony Khan. Because what he did, he, <laughs> I, I saw that. Can't focus <laughs> because he can't because he's like there's a hundred of them. Like, he's like, oh, there's different types. Depends on what you need. You what, what, are the, what, what you're in the mood for? Yeah. He said like Steamboat and Flair. Flair and, but then he goes into different Steamboat yeah, Flair like matches. Four different versions. Then, he's like, then there's Omega and Okada. But maybe if you want some old school, or maybe I, I, I kind of relate to that. I have one answer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quick. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a lot like him. I'm like, oh, well, depends on what mood what I'm in. Really, like, you know, are you in a tag match or Corey's favorite Fatal? Five boys. Oh, I, mean, that's a, I have it on my own list. 
There's Who, like, who's the king of the Fatal Five, boy? Uh, Tony Nese, actually. Yeah, 205 yeah. Live, baby. Every week. Um, no, it, it's a, it was a good promo. Don't 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 get antsy. I don't, don't I don't cut I bait. don't expect uh, I don't expect MJF anywhere near TV for uh, now a month. At I'd least. go too. I'd go too. I want to really sell it that this is real. So especially so, nowadays that everybody thinks that everything's a war. And off mic, so I brought this point up. If I were AEW, I would buy him tickets to WWE events and have him sit in the crowd. Because A, they're either going to show him on camera and that works great for your company, or B, they are not, but the crowd's going to react to him and that's also great for your company. It's a win-win for you. And and if you buy a ticket, were they going to kick him out for buying a ticket? I'd buy a ticket to GCW. I'd buy a ticket to... How many you want to buy tickets people are going to watch? Anything, <laughs> you know. anything out in California. With that like, if MJF wants to come to Pal Pro Wrestling, I mean, you, you know, yeah, that's, that, that, we could do that. That's probably not happening. How dare you, But sir. if Defy has another Don't one. Don't give up. How oh, dare you, we sir? Can, we can help pay. I'm just a coward. Come to Pal. Or help sponsor uh, MJF showing up. <laughs> I don't know that we can afford to sponsor I don't MJF think we could either. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to back that up. We're giving it a shot, though. Uh, we're giving it... We're giving well, no, it. no, Corey, we, we have those um, Laysell credit cards. We, we yeah, yeah, those Laysell credit cards. What, uh, what are those? Don't, don't, don't worry about, about that. that. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Do I get my own? That embezzling? I wouldn't worry about that. Oh, that I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and also, don't worry that I'm always here before you are to check your mail. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, oh, I, just I don't know the, where I, he got the key, but he does have a key. I just <laughs> thought the mail key... I thought the mail flap was just broken. Nope. Oh. Well, not after that first day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It used to work. Used to, yeah. Damn you guys. So I mean tell me the male guys are really good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have MJ <laughs> we have MJF on the <coughs> out inactive the, list. The inactive so, list. Oh before you move over. Okay. Would you have him do media? No. no. Nope. He can tweet. He can tweet. Yeah, tweet. Social media. I'm gonna have him do that. Because anything else it's just gonna smell like a pre staged. Like all right. Why is he all of a sudden doing media? What if he does Austin show? <laughs> Won't be on the <laughs> network. School. Won't be on the cock. <laughs> you know, be down. I can, I can just hear it now, though. God damn! I turned on the TV. <laughs> You're cutting a promo. You're using some dirty words. Some language I used to use. Is he working or shooting this kid? I don't know. I love that. Like Tell Austin, me what's going on. That, You're that, working, Austin. That, that's what he's doing. <laughs> that photo of what they did with him and Cody. Yeah, I was just like. Every like time you. I hear it in his voice, I do too. Every time I see him, I'm like there he is, damn, damn son. But this is the twenty. He's a hell of a worker. This is the twenty-two version. It's like this. This is the twenty-two version of Pillman getting himself fired from WCW to come back, you know, to uh, help. Except for, but Tony knows what's going on. Yeah, except for Bischoff won't admit it. But, but Bischoff's not dumb enough to to get him out of his contract like yep. Bischoff was. Bischoff's a smart guy, but on that one, he got played. He totally got played. Yeah. So you have uh, MJF. He's going to come back. Don't worry, guys. No, he's not. Now we're good. <laughs> so MJF's on the inactive list, while one Stephanie McMahon is also on the uh, inactive do list. not come back list. Yeah. We talked about it. So uh, They just can't apparently fire the billion-dollar princess, but she sucks at her job, and she should have been removed years ago. <laughs> yeah. We joked that maybe Nick went into Vince's office. Vince, we got to talk about the daughter. She's not pregnant. You fired Linda, you fired Shane, fired this dumb bitch too. She sucks. Apparently, numbers were not acceptable in her area for quite some time. And once the uh, person underneath her left, which I get the feeling she was blaming the person. Yeah, sure. And once she left and numbers and nothing changed. declined and went down even more, it was like, not the problem. Not the not problem. Thing is like, 
It's like in sports, you can get rid of bad players, whatever. But at some point, if the results don't change, then it's the managers and people's it's people Vince, in charge. Fault. Vince swindled his dying dad in a hospital bed out of the company. You think he's not going to fire his daughter? Actually, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, but I mean, you think he's not going to send her home and replace her for good? She may be on the payroll, but you think he's just going to let her keep doing it? Only no. Shane. Only <laughs> here, here, here to Shane. But like, it doesn't even matter who they bring in. This, this is the same issue. It's still a team of five hundred people who've never watched wrestling reporting to Vince, who doesn't care about wrestling. Like the show isn't going to be any better. Well, her job now is like branding officer. That's what her job has always been. Well, She's always been the chief brand officer. They just yeah. never used her as that. Well, apparently they started and found out quickly that she shouldn't. Mm. So now she's on a leave of absence to spend time with her kids. As Hunter is back at the office yeah. full time. Half dead. <laughs> that company's in shambles. But yeah, it's, like, oh it's, it's the crazy thing of... Oh, she's been. She. I'm. I'm taking a leave of absence to spend time with my family. Well, of course she's gonna try to save face. But it, it's like that. It's that photo I sent you. The Mortal Kombat original game of Nick Khan taking out each member, and he's he's up to Vince. He's almost at Vince, right? He oh, get, he's gonna take him out. He has to get. Uh, who's probably next on the list? Probably Pritchard. Um, Dunn. Dunn. Pritchard. Pritchard. Eh, Pritchard and Dunn aren't relevant. Well, like, once like, Vince leaves, they're gone my, regardless who's there. My joke is it's the Mortal Kombat tournament tower, and it's Ste- <laughs> it was Triple H, Stephanie. I think it'd probably be Pritchard, Dunn, and then Vince. From what I've heard, Dunn is worked overtime getting himself ingratiated to Nick Khan. You don't say. Because that motherfucker sees the lay of the land. Pritchard and the other guys, maybe not. But that evil that motherfucker sees the lay of the land, and he's been trying to suck up to Khan big time. Remember a few years ago when so, we said, hey, when uh, when Triple H would take the, over the company? Now it's, hey, remember when Disney would take over the company? Right, because Triple H had an entire team in place. A really good team. They're all in AW now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah Including I mean, all the workers. <laughs> God damn. He had an entire backstage. Huh, had... How's it going, Roddy? <laughs> yeah. Roddy is the kidman of this group. Like, he is biting. He just stares at his friends, having fun and enjoying life. He's like, I hate my life. He is biting his time. I hear it. it's getting close. He wanted to leave. They wouldn't let him. But the, I guess the contract's getting close to last. Oh, it's almost done. Yeah. So he's there's a light at the end of the tunnel for him, but he's still miserable and wants out desperately. I don't blame him. His wife's over there. His friends are over there. His wife? Marina Shafir? Yeah. Three-fourths of the Undisputed yeah, Era the, are Everybody's over there. there. And he's like, I want to go. Hey guys. I want to go. Hey, that looks fun. He's probably backstage every week at their fucking <laughs> events. All right. Khan's like, don't worry. It's once you're free, you don't worry. <laughs> hey, want to go back to Ring of Honor? <laughs> there it is. So, let's talk about this past weekend, but not the good stuff first. Uh, why does Joe hate oh, us? Oh, God. I, for- I already forgot the WWE shows this weekend. We were just making fun of them, and I forgot about them. We had NXT and Hell in a Cell. Uh, I don't blame anybody out there for not knowing that NXT had a show. You uh So I watched um some of it before I went to the first power show. WWE Lifer. WWE. Um of and mark. what matches did I get to watch? I watched the ending Hold on. That you got to watch? What do you mean hatching? I don't know what you got to word it like that. Well, you got to like you were lucky enough to witness these I matches. I was lucky enough to witness these matches. The ending to the um so I'll just uh, tell you the results. 
The family defeated Legato de Fantasma, but now they become one family. big. There's only one family in wrestling. There's only one family, family in wrestling. Yeah, there is. But this fake ass family in NXT. Um, Don't they have weird names like Tony it, Lasagna, Tony and Jimmy Two Bits, Channing Stacks, Lorenzo, and Troy Two Times, <laughs> Donovan. Uh, Whatever, Johnny the Bull. They defeated Legato de Fantasma, but now they become one big group. So basically, it's the Hardy and uh, Andrade group for NXT. Merging together. Yep. Mm. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rings, then tro- Toxic Attraction defeated uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter to retain their tag titles for the women's I want you to say that five times fast, Joe. Which one? Any all of that. Of all of it. Caden Carter, Caden Carter, Katana Chance, Katana Chance. Okay. Um, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes defeats Cameron Grimes to win the NXT North American Championship. To the moon! That's too bad. He deserves better. <laughs> yep. Mandy Rose defeated Wendy Chu. Did Wendy Chu fall asleep? Uh, no, she did. What'd she do? She did something stupid. You don't say. Did she? Did she? NXT, so that's a fair chance. Oh, she wore, um, yeah, she fought herself trying to get out of a jacket, so that was funny to watch. Uh, the Creed Brothers defeated Pretty Deadly of Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. <laughs> You're doing that just to pop me again. Yes, I was. To win the NXT Tag Titles, because if they lost, they would have been out of Diamond Mind. No, not out of Diamond Mind. Who's already lost? The Japanese guy? Yeah. And Tyler yeah. Rust? Yep. And uh, Stokely Hathaway? Yep. And soon to be their leader. And soon to be Robert Strong as soon as he gets paroled. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, then, uh, I'll never, hold on. I'll never forget Tommy Dreamer cutting a promo in the back in Impact like a year and a half ago where someone lost a loser leaves Impact match and someone was like, but Tommy, what's going to happen to him? And he's like, well, more than likely, they're going to be sent to either Jacksonville or Connecticut. God damn, I hope Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and then the main event, uh, Braun Breaker defeated Joe Gacy to retain his title. Uh, but if Braun got cued, he would have lost the title. Uh, according to Little BS, the little database, Gacy won. And well, he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he Classic was database. He was going little, to uh, little. <laughs> he was going to like dirty, dirty dick dirt wrestling. He's going to dirty dick radio. I don't know <laughs> if that's where he was going. Around there. Um, but yeah, um, pirate radio. I'll tell you this much: he was watching some of it when I walked into the room. I'm sorry. The other day. And, and you, last and I was threw the TV out the window. Last I was Joe Gacy doing the. Uh, Upside down Bray Wyatt thing. Yep. So I've decided to name him something my daughter Uh-oh. called Bray Wyatt because when she was really younger, she just couldn't say Bray, mm-hmm. and she still does it just because she can't be she can't care to know the name. Yeah. So he's now Billy Wyatt. Checks out. Billy. Yeah. Billy Wyatt here. The wannabe Bray Wyatt. He is now Billy Wyatt. Damn. Uh, so let's move on to Anna, uh, to Helen Cell. Heck in a sec. Heck in a sec. As uh, first match of the Heck night, in a cage. which we figured would be that, but I'm surprised that there's only one Hell in a Cell match. No, they've kind of gone back to that. Okay. Uh, as Bianca Belair defeats Asuka and Becky Lynch. This was a good match. Yeah, it was. I this, saw it. These, these are one of the two. I watched this one and the Cody one. Uh, that match went almost 19 minutes. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeats Omos and MVP. It's crazy that Becky Lynch is a wizard. Right. Better than the other one. <laughs> I mean, yes. 
Uh, Becky, uh, Bobby defeated almost an MVP in a two-on-one handicap match thanks to the help of Cedric Alexander, who made a run-in. Yep. The feud's continuing, guys. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated uh, Ezekiel, and they're going to have a match down the line, and if, if Owens wins again, uh, Ezekiel has to proclaim that he is Elias. What the fuck? What, what is happening? Uh, Judgment Day of Edge, Damien Priest, and Rhea Ripley <laughs> defeated AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Now, when you say Judgment Day. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Edge, Damien Priest, and R- Ripley defeated Balor. Now, R- Ripley's gear couldn't get there in time, so she didn't wear pants. I, I saw. And I, she, and I she wore Raw, too. She knew it because Raw is the same way. I am fully on board with and whatever she, Rhea what, does or does not want to wear. Yeah. She, uh, she knows we're looking. She knows. And apparently in that dominating win, Edge looked so weak, they had to kick him out and replace him with Finn Balor the next night. Did you see what the storyline is? Why? Balor yeah. joined. Why? Because um, I want to I want to know why. Yeah, I have so, no idea why he joined. So I had to, I watched the promo <laughs> and why. Because we're his ass. Bingo. Him to the no, day. basically, Edge is like, I saw the look in your eye, and that's what I wanted for the group. And then, like, Balor's like, well, after the match, I talked to Priest and Rhea, and they made sense. So we don't want to, we don't want to take rules from anybody. So we're not going to listen to anybody that would give us any. A la turning on Edge, who <laughs> would. Who was the boss? Who was the boss? But now Balor's the boss. Who's going to listen to what Priest and Rhea said? Jesus Christ! Yep, uh, I'm confused. That's how. That's you know, how honestly, what they should have done, they should have made Rhea the boss, and those other two could have been her lackeys. Look, I thought Ahmed figured all this shit out years ago. That Jessica was the boss. <laughs> Mona, Mona, yeah. Uh, <laughs> next match was Madcap Moss, the only SmackDown match of the night, defeats Happy Corbin in a no holds bar match that. By the way, Corbin is injured too, so he's out for a while. If they get a better name and something better than just plain black tights for just him. Just call him Moss. I don't care. That dude has a body and a look. He's not terrible in the ring, and he can cut a promo. Just call him Moss. They could build around him. Did you get him away from that madcap shit, which they did? But do more than this, because it's. I mean, he looks like just every generic rookie. What if they call him Walter? Walter Moss. He looks like he looks like uh, the gear he's wearing now looks like Warlow's if he pulls the trunks all the way down. Uh, yeah, I was thinking more like he could be the next natural born thriller. Yeah, in terms of mm. just the in the gear. in the gear in so the he's gear meat. <laughs> yeah, only better. Stay uh, a Palumbo. Yeah, he's Palumbo. Give him credit. Uh, the next match was Theory defeating Mustafa Ali. Welcome back, Mustafa Ali, to retain his U.S. title. And then in the Hell in a Cell match. A legendary match, according to most people. A historic match. Yeah, they said the Cody's performance was the stuff of legend. Where um, a guy with legitimately one arm defeated a uh, highly decorated, main event level pushed, Mm -hmm. 100% wrestler in a gimmick match with tons of weapons around him, and he couldn't beat the one-armed wrestler. Yep. Can't see why that wouldn't hurt Seth at all. As Cody Rhodes defeats Seth for Seth Rollins. In Who tw- came out wearing polka dots? In 24 minutes. So I would just say this. What do you got? Do you at least give some respect to Rollins being the fact that he made the match good fighting a one-armed man? Well, he did what he had to do. 
He did what he was told to do. He went and earned his money. I don't. I mean, I don't belittle him, but I think he got a fucking raw deal. If I were him, and I know he he has a little of this in him, so I'm surprised he didn't. I'd have pulled a bit of a Sean in 1997. I'm like, you what? You you, you, you want, want me, me to go out there and lose to a worn armed man in a fucking hell in a cell? That's what you want me to well, do. You know, That's, you do know hell in a cell is Rollins's weakness. I don't go care. back to the fiend. No, yeah, let's go back let's to the last never time. Go back to the fiend, let's go the, the last time he threw his belt in Vince's face and told him to fuck off. Um, no, he shouldn't have lost. That's stupid. I know. Cody could. That thing is like Cody knows better. Cody, Even if that was the plan, Cody should have said, "You're beating me out there." Cody made it to the ring and the bell rang. At, at that point, his star was made. You didn't need to have him beat Seth. They should have called him audible. It's yeah. Cody should have been like, "You're beating me when we get out there." I don't care what like Vince say whatever he wants to right now, but when we get out there, you're pinning me in the ring. It's stupid. It is nonsense. I would love to see you guys do that again. Just like Chief, how are we gonna do about it? Yeah, let's go. I w- my favorite what if is February nineteenth, nineteen seventy eight. Superstar Billy Graham defends the WF title against Bruno Sammartino in Philadelphia in a cage mm-hmm. match. The next night, he's scheduled to lose to Bob Backlund for the title. Graham is. Neither one of them are sold on Bob Backlund being able to be the world champ. And even Bruno, as honorable as he is, he's like, we should do a change tonight. Put the belt on me. What's he going to say? And Graham and him thought about it for, like, the whole evening. And finally, at the bell time, they decided, "Uh, let's just do what they want. But they both were considering just, fuck it. What's he going to say? What do you think would have happened? That's a tough one because nine times out of ten, especially with a promoter like Vince McMahon Sr., your ass is fired, but it's Bruno. You can fire Bruno. So, I don't know. what I mean, like he said, what's he going to do? The thing is, like, <laughs> well, Vince McMahon isn't going to fire Cody, and he's not going to fire Seth, so what are you going to do? Like, there is no ramifications. Yeah, we can find. Like, Cody's going to be off TV. You're going to get the win, so you're on TV. You get the win. Like I, He'd probably find him. Whatever. Yeah, they got money. So, you know. Crazy. Becky makes money. Yeah, but that's what I'd have done. But, you know, Becky makes money, then she has to wrestle for the 24-7 belt the next day. I digress. What are you going to do? So, for Hell in a Cell... Her outfits, man. Those. What the fuck was on her head when when she came out that... So, for Hell in a Cell, I did uh, watch the three-way in the beginning beginning and last. Because I want to see what Cody would have done. My plan is to watch the Hell in a Cell match tonight. When I get home, okay. I will watch that match. I'm intrigued, but other it's than just that, that crazy thing of like how horrendous his peck looks, and then as the match keeps going on and on and on, you can start seeing pink coming into the purple, and red. So it's, it's bleeding more. Like yeah, yeah, you can see the pink now, and it's just like is that? Yep, yep, that's well, blood. I only, I only saw a still photo on Twitter of Seth Rollins taking a kendo stick and digging it into the peck area. Uh, he uses. <laughs> he, I was like, ah, he he. <laughs> Uh, he does that. He does. He hits it with the kendo stick. He hits it with the weight belt. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of weapons he uses. Did you hear that Vince cut out a couple of spots and that they were pissed about it? Yeah, there was supposed to be a moonsault by Cody that he pushed for that was supposed to be in the match, and Vince was like, "No, that is absolutely not happening." Should have done but it. He pushed for it. I guess he was really pissed he couldn't do it. <laughs> Just fucking do it. We do. You know what? He caused a disruption. I know, but we need a 1997 Shawn Michaels in the wrestling business right now. We really do. I don't know where, but we need. Well, we have one, Teddy. 
yeah. Austin Aries. No, well, which is it's all the bad parts of Sean. None of the good parts. <laughs> he done dumbed himself out of the business. You guys gonna cr- uh, con- control your narrative while you're at it? Never. Um, okay. No, 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 not. Okay, I'm, uh, not a, but, I'm not a Titan. By the way, Corey, I just want to let you know now, as we, since we're on WWE, uh, you know who uh, is taking on Braun Breaker now for his NXT title or no. an open challenge? No, Apollo Cruz. Welcome back to NXT, Apollo Cruz. And it's not the. Um, hey. It's not the like his the. It's not the racist version no, of Apollo Cruz. No, it's his back to. Apparently, when you go back to NXT, you lose the racist gimmick they give you. Because he uh, comes out to do a... Uh, he actually comes out to accept Breaker's um, open challenge and then also tag matches with somebody tonight. Holy shit, that just reminds me. I haven't thought about this since many weekend. Where the fuck is Dolph Ziggler? Uh, he showed up on uh, Raw last night. They started doing a promo, but they start, they're doing their Mean Gene location. Well, you need Mean Gene to do the Mean Gene location. I'm not interested. You, the, you know the... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. If it's for Mean Gene's not there, fuck it. Yeah, but it's the guy that has to squat because of... <laughs> Out in front of the crowd? Kind of. But no, he's no, dropping no, the no, juice. Don't worry. He, <laughs> he's supposed to interview Omos... And uh, Ziggler well. and Rude come out, and then Rude. Dory, the feud is now the Dirty Dogs versus MVP and Omos. Yeah, I because didn't Bobby Lashley start a feud with Theory last night? Did he? Yeah, I don't. I didn't see that. That's, I, what, Twitter, know, that's what Twitter tells me. I all know. I know is that he uh, uh, Ziggler super kicked MVP. That's it's all. Two thousand and eight again. <laughs> Mike's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but, so, yeah, I just want to bring that up. That Apollo Crews is now back down in NXT. And the crowd goes mild. Ooh. Ah, Nation. Did you hear? <laughs> I got a breakdown of NXT's latest ratings in terms of age. Uh-oh. Is it higher than baseball? The median, the median age of an NXT 2.0 watcher is 65.5 years old. So, yes. It's, in fact, higher than baseball. Yeah. 65.5. They've driven away so much of the teen, 18 to 25, and 18 to 49, that it's um, it's almost not even, you can't even, like, track it. <laughs> That's how little watching NXT. And it's geared towards young with that whole look and shit like that. But instead, it's describing all the horny old 65-year-old men with a... Who are staring at Wendy Chew. And toxic attraction and all those other pieces of ass they so have down there. Bruce Pritchard. Got it. Well, yep. you know. Boy, Bruce you know. Pritchard is the demographic. Got it. So let's move on to what we got to witness live, which we enjoyed live. Pow! Pro Wrestling. Pow! This past Saturday and Sunday, a double feature, a double shot of love. That's what they should start calling it, you know? You know throw some Brett Michaels uh, VH1 stuff. Let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Just me? I'm going to go with no. Just me? No, no flavor of love, you know? Well, I mean, maybe if a future show or a future show title is Unskinny Bop, then we'll talk. <laughs> no, that's, well, that's, that's night one. Night two, Blitzkrieg Bop. Hey, there you go. Well, now that's what I call... Wrestling. Now that's what I call Pow Pro Wrestling. There it is. There it is. So six. Let's talk about night one against the wall. Yeah. From Girl. the Garlinger Hall. 
The home pal pro wrestling. University of Oregon. University. <clears throat> Your opening match was family member Malcolm Flex defeating Zicky Dice uh, with a dick punch because Malcolm Flex is a cheater. Like uh-huh. everybody else in the damn family. No idea what you're talking about. He, he punched him in the dick and beat him. That's what I'm talking about. I think about. it was a high, it was a low gut punch. Very low. Like in the dick <laughs> where he punched him. Pretty low. It was the abdomen region, I think. I mean, I, it was Zicky Dice's back. Good for him. <laughs> good for him. Hey, I, it's fantastic. I mean, we know that he laid on us, and he's, he's a big man. <laughs> he's a big man. We got up close personal with you guys. I was too busy trying to keep the uh, <laughs> cameraman upright. <laughs> oh, yeah. producer. Just keep yeah. the show going. Zicky Dice does the stage dive on you guys. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I did not uh, see the pocket streamers coming out of nowhere. Pocket streamers! I love pocket streamers. Yeah. Second only to pocket sand. Not pocket sand. I'm still waiting for pocket sand. It's gonna, I'm going to pop like a son of a bitch. I want to use Feels like, uh... Well, some some consigliere should uh <laughs> pocket hand. Yeah. Pocket glitter. That's a fun match. Good way you gotta open it. Uh yeah, no yeah, live yeah. crowd, live this match, uh Zicky Dice is fucking charisma times ten. Yeah. Such a um, big deal here. People love Zicky Dice. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. And, he's awesome. And Flex is You know he's outlandish. Flex is so good. He's Malcolm outstanding. Flex, he's outstanding. <laughs> he's part of the family, so the family wins. You know, it was a fun match. I really enjoyed it. Um I you know you guys are saying how your boy uh, your guy in uh Caden Cassidy. Caden Cassidy. Yeah. I think mine's Malcolm. That's not a bad choice either. Not a bad choice. Malcolm's my boy. Uh, but no, it, it was a fun opener. Um, both, you know, it's just love the fact that, you know, how out, cra- you know, the craziness that Zicky does to get the crowd hype. You know, he, that, he knows his role. He knows that he, like, he, that's the point is to get the people going. Yep. He's good at it. And then my night uh, continues to get worse. Does it? Because uh, the next match, you had verified Steve Miggs successfully cheating, I mean, defending his title, uh, retaining his <clears throat> Wrestle With Regret YouTube Championship, defeating Levi Shapiro with some shenanigans, as always, because it's Steve Miggs and boo this man because he see. cheats at everything. I, I dig Levi Shapiro. He reminds me of every wrestler in Mid South 1983 rolled into one. You like those single black love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I like Levi Shapiro. <laughs> I, I had fun. I was like yelling the whole time. Like, yeah, this is the fun part. Of just like, it's been like, I'm like looking at my watch. I'm like, it's been eight minutes. It's only been like one. I'm like, so, it's been eight minutes. Um, Steve McStocks, boo that man, first of all. Oh, hello. But it is such a better show when he's on it. Yeah? God. He does make a difference. He is makes so a difference, good man. at being that. I, he's there. Yeah. He's yeah. so good, man. He fatus it up when he's there. He, uh, but you really feel it. There's a different level. I'm like trying he, to think of a Rikishi. That, that I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Rikishi Steve Miggs combo name to like, you know, Rikishi uh, like Fatu like Rikishi Miggs makes a difference for something. Yeah. He's the Sultan Steve Miggs. There you go. Oh, there it is. I told everybody. Uh, no, it's fun when he's there. He is the best loudmouthed cocksure heel uh, that they have there, and that's fun. There's another one we'll talk about in a minute. I won't talk about that. Forget about no. But, uh, there's another one. No, he's fun. It's fun. Because he's so because there's no redeeming quality to him. No, 
Absolutely none. And no, that's it's the best fun. time. That's the best type of hill. And so. it's fun. And he is, it's a fun time when he's around. Someday someone will get that belt back to where it belongs. No, I don't think so. It that, is where it belongs. It's not where it belongs. It's not where it belongs. Right now, but, that belt is verified. But it was great that he won, but the shame was that Mr. Ulala was banned from ringside because I mean, that's, Brian that's, Zane. That's the only good get, part of that is that we have to see that terrible non-dancer out by ringside. That's the only thing that was good about that. He invented the Ulala walk. He invented something new and fresh. That no one has ever came up with. But, Stupid hat. Get out of here. But no, Brian Zane had to be banned from ringside. Brian so Mr. Zane is looking out for the people. So Mr. The Ulala. people. He's wearing his PJs. Yeah, come. Yeah. It's a tracksuit, sir. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I can never trust a man in PJs. <laughs> and then uh, <clears throat> next match. Picked up here. Most violent defeating dead to rights. Yeah, here we go. Uh, no... Everybody knows I'm a Drexel guy. Yep, 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 yep. As soon as Talking Head starts and Psycho yep. Killer comes up. Don't, don't. That's nice singing it. Yep. Yep. Run, run, run away. I really like the Derek Shaw guy. He's good. I like I like Charlie. his, like, crazy phonetic energy that he has. I like Charlie Avell, the guy with Drexel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good one, too. I think. And I've been getting more into Cleaver. I just... I like his domineering coach type thing with Shaw, like, calm the hell down. <laughs> I like everything about it. And I like these two teams fighting. I think, well, because, you know, Drexel and Cleaver. Tail is all this time. I love the team of No For Lives. For over 50 I love, years. I miss the team of No Lives Matter. <laughs> is, is that, is that crazy? Hey, Corey and Booble, can you? I'm not here, I guess. I said Booble. Brian Last. <laughs> Brian, Brian Last. Um, how crazy. Mean. Jesus. How All right, Jeff, what did you got to say? <laughs> my my thoughts go thusly. I can't believe. It's, it's, not, it's not butter. I ruined it. Uh, but I can, third. Can you guys believe that the fact that the first time we met, No Lives Matter, Cleaver and Drexel, and then you're like, Oh, okay. These guys are, uh, and then like four years later, like I can dig them now. Like you know, like that, that, that. It's not that they're baby face, but it's just like, yeah, I can dig them now. You know what I mean? Like when you when you first watch them, like holy hell, what are you guys? Maybe this says something about my level of depravity. Funny Bone might be a bit much. I think I could hang with Drexel. I could spend a weekend with Drexel. Who knows what kind of shit you'd like you come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd hang with Drexel. Funny Bone might be a bit much. But most violent of Drexel and Funny Bone, they were great. You know, it's like, it's the fun thing about the Powell stuff is like, what, two months ago, these three were in a deathmatch, triple threat. Now you have two of them. brings you together like massive violence. There it is. With these psychotic people, yeah, that's what we're bringing together is just beating the crap out of each other. Funny Funny Bone is so over this crowd. Brother, Jesus. Yes, he is. That dude is. The God, Hogan pop. Here. I don't. It's the Hogan pop, brother. Oh my God. The only pop at POW that's louder than Funny Bones is when Hammer's there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's, the only, it's the only pop that's louder. Man. So what's wrong with the card here? Uh, we have uh, everybody's favorite homeboy, Chris Brady. Feeding. <laughs> <laughs> Defeating our boy Jaden. <laughs> so here's here's the backstory. We're talking about the match before the match starts. And last week. <laughs> and, you know. The host and I, one Mr. Lessler, like, I mean, Chris Brady's definitely winning the match. 
and the database, the database is like, over here is like, I'm like, no, hold on. No. This guy hasn't been here before. I can make except for maybe that battle royale. Battle royal. yeah. So we said yes last week because Brady's going to win, and you're like, no, it can't be. But but we're, our response was for over fifty years. So I was like, surely against the guy who's only been in the uh, young boy battle royal, Jaden's going to win. So the match is going good. Match, yeah, really good match. Real oh, yeah. good match. I, I'm pretty high on uh, Brady. Uh, database had to leave. Had to step away. And as he's not near ringside, we witness a gorgeous moonsault. Beautiful. I mean, a chef's kiss moonsault. We get the win, so we see it happen. Database hears the music and just hangs your head. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) For over 50 50 years. years. Someday Jayden's going to lose it. And he's just going to take wins. When the hero becomes the villain, like the Dark Knight type line, you know, yeah. yeah. He's going to be the the pal vigilante. Yeah. It's going to be bad for everybody else. But that, it was just maximum effort. (laughs) Maximum effort. But it was, (laughs) we were dying (laughs) when it happened. We're like, what? God damn it. Oh, my goodness. For over Although, 50 years. Shout out to the kids, man, who came with the, the homemade Jaden masks. Oh, yeah. Oh, I made his night. He is monster over. Also, you know who's also monster over with children? Funny Bone. He's for the kids. He's for the children. Yeah. yeah. We've always said that. Fun facts. <laughs> Next up. Maximum effort. Your match. Folks. Before the intermission, it is C4. Defeating Midnight Heat. This was fantastic. This was <laughs> a phenomenal match. I love me some tag team wrestling. This was tag team wrestling one on one. This was a little chef's kiss. This had a standing room only at the announce booth, including some extra people that usually yeah. aren't in the announce booth. Sold out the curtain, actually. Just watching there. Um, this was really good. You know who gets it in terms of, like, how to be a pro wrestler? I'm not necessarily talking the moves. Mm-hmm. And, although he's good at that. Don't get me wrong. Guillermo Rosas. Yeah. He just gets it. The look on his face during every second of a wrestling match. Grimacing in pain if Cody Chun takes a hard turnbuckle, uh, reaching out to the crowd and slapping the turnbuckle and getting everybody into it. These are the little things that a lot of newer wrestlers can't be asked to learn or master. He he gets it. You know, it's like I said about uh, Drexel and Cleaver. The difference when we first saw him at Defy. Because he had the long, yeah, hair, long frizzy hair, and it's just like, okay, you're uh, you're like the defy, like you know, young boy type thing. And to see him where he's at now, it's just like there's a total drastic. Well, like, he's improved. Midnight Heat is the best tag team no one's ever heard of. You know what I mean? Outside of they the posted this weekend yeah. that they were barring on the best independent tag team in the world. Prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. I don't. He said. I don't uh, disagree with that. Yeah. But uh, God, C four is getting. Oh, good. They're really good, too. They are really good. Holy crap. Just every show we see them, they're just better and better and better. Great match. Send us an intermission. C4. I was spent at this match. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's like that uh, C4 was amazing. Midnight Heat just never Disappoint. disappoints. Never. I've seen them in tons of places. Defy here. Um, NWA Hollywood. That United Wrestling Network. Really West Coast? Yeah. They just... They're just so good. Prestige. Doesn't matter where. They're just <laughs> steady as a rock, always producing. And then after 
Well, hey, uh, you know how I say uh, JR said it on Dynamite about punk and FTR and to like and and I echo it like I don't blame these guys for always using them. If I if I was a wrestling promoter, they'd have constant work. Yeah. I think for the next show we should get a stopwatch so then we can mark down the time. So we're like, yes, uh, midnight heat went twenty five minutes. I'm okay with all of that <laughs> yeah. twenty five minutes. That's fine with me because this match was the lucha rules, the two out of three. <laughs> and I liked that. It was unique. It was something you don't see here. Mm. I enjoyed it, and I thought that but they also they, didn't lean on it. No, and that's what I like about it. They they, <coughs> they approached it each fall in a, in a drastically different but yet interesting manner. They didn't lean on it. Um, it was refreshing. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like that. So many roll ups, and I got a, <laughs> so many roll up mania, break, brother. Joe Lussell mania, run wild. Woo! So after the intermission, we got our, our energy back, and then wouldn't you know it? What? Those damn Blanchards. Welcome to Blanchard Country. This is Blanchard Country, first of all. Yeah, get it right. Has been for for, uh, forever. Don't expect it to change. Not one damn bit. There's going to be more Blanchards. I'm going to annex a different part of this country. Country sucks. (laughs) Anyways, those cheating Blanchards defeat uh, Juicy Finale. They cheated? It's his own fault. Yeah. Well, how do they cheat, by the way? I mean, they just exist. They They cheat. I mean, really, he just beat the fuck out of them. They, uh, did he kill Bubba? Yeah, remember, he tried. He body slammed Bubba on the hardwood floor, man. Woo. Remember when we talked about when Hammer did the to flex at Mac at the Mac, at Mac court, and yep. then we're like that the where we were sitting it shook. Yep. But when Juicy body slammed Bubba on the floor, I think the whole building shook. It was ridiculous. I kept going on Sunday. Hey, Mike, do you remember when Bubba died? <laughs> Fun match. Uh, Juicy like dominated him. I had fun. It was fun. And then got DQ'd for, you know, t- kicking too much ass. <laughs> no, he won. <laughs> they won. Were the roll-up. They rolled him up. Oh, they rolled sorry, him up. They rolled him up because Jeremy uh, was behind. They on, probably hit him with a foreign object. They oh, that's right. I remember. Jeremy remember. was uh, on top of Bubba as they had all the weight down. No, you got it wrong. It was a one-man pin. A one-man Bubba pinning him by himself. Yeah. There was with some, one arm. No shenanigans. To the best of my recollection, I don't recall that. There were no shenanigans. Straight pin. Straight pin. I, I think the team was called shenanigans. That's all they are. The shenanigans. Better, welcome to shenanigans. The better team won. There it is. No, they, uh, yeah. I think Bubba rolled, one-armed, uh, rolled up. I think, did he one-arm powerbomb well, Juicy? Up, well, he ended up pinning him with a pinky. Yeah. I think so. I think after he powerbombed him, showed him showed yeah. him how to jackknife him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, a little, a little foggy, man. It's yeah. the best of my recollection. That's <laughs> the, what happened. The best of my recollection, brother. Too. Brother, I hate you guys. <laughs> Boo the Blanchards. This is Blanchard country, damn it. Next up, let's get some more. Let's get some more action-packed action going. Chicago made event. Uh, you want to talk about pops? Uh, this shit gets it. Rebel Kell. Yeah. Defeating uh, Christina Von Erie. She fucking Rebel Kell gets. Gigantor pops. She's monster over. She's, she's stupid over. Right. It's ridiculous how over she is. I, but hey, you know what? Attractive woman who kicks ass in the ring. I get it. I, I get it. I, I think well, <laughs> one of the spots for me was the guy next two seats down for me was on the anti Rebel Kell side. But when Rebel he was Kell, the one, huh? He was the he one. Found him. Found him. <laughs> and Rebel Kell was pinning the. 
uh, Christina and Rebel Kel stuck her tongue out at the dude because he, he's like, you're going to lose. <laughs> no, I need me some more Christina Von Erie and pal. I like Christina Von Erie. Oh. I've liked her for years. I've seen her in various promotions, including Impact. Um, I, I miss the Mohawk, but you know. I'm not as familiar with her. Uh, I'm a big fan of her now, though. Yeah. Definitely want some more of her. Uh, she was fantastic here. Yep. She's, she's really good. Really good. She just knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's been around for, I would say, 12 to 15 years. Um, Rebel go heel at the end of the match? It was weird. It I was don't know weird. if she was pissed at somebody. And she ripped <laughs> up a fan sign that wasn't for her. They were clearly pointing it at Von Eri. Yeah. But, like, Rebel just takes it and rips <laughs> it in half. A little weird. Then just, like, stares down Von Eri in the... I, was, I don't know what the fuck happened. That's what happened. She there. did that, and then Christina stood in, foot, in front of her, and then... Like, shoulder tapped her, and she's like, what the hell was that? So, who knows? But it was overall a good match. It was a really, I think, one of the longer matches they've done for the women. I joked. I was like, who booked an Iron Woman match between these two? <laughs> but they win. It was it was fun match. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, one of the longer women's matches that we've seen. So, but it was good. It was but good. You, but you know what? What? It was good. What? It was all leading to this. Main event time. What's the main event? It is for your PAL Pro Wrestling Championship. As that no good some bitch, <laughs> Vinny Massaro. That's the good guy. The good guy. Um, Get it right. Pulled off what can only be described A as win. bullshit by getting Juicy Finale to turn on his boy Hammer. Throw a chair in his face and give him the win. I think it was Hammer's fault for not welcoming the help from Juicy. Yeah. Why, Juicy? Hammer went went rogue because Juicy comes. First off, it's collusion. Hammer's not a coward. He doesn't need weapons and help. First of all, it's collusion because Juicy came out to help Hammer. Yeah, come on. (laughs) He came out to give him pointers. It's one-on-one and Juicy. I don't see any other run-ins. I just see Juicy come down and attack the good guy. There are nine people beating up Hammerstone. <laughs> to the best of my recollection, it was one-on-one, and Juicy was like, hey, Hammer, you need help? And Hammer's like, yeah, brother, come on in, and let's help at tag that, Vinny. At that point, I must admit, I can't really speak. Uh, I had to take my glasses off because I had both contacts <laughs> in one eye. What? <laughs> I thought you were crying over the, the, the assault our boy Vinny was having. Well, see, what happened was uh, Hammer... Uh, as he always does, is beating the living shit out of Vinny Massaro because of Vinny Massaro. Oof. He's a punk-ass bitch. We can, we can say it. We can say it. He's a punk-ass bitch. No. Uh, and then, uh, because he's a punk-ass bitch, he had, you know, Malcolm come out and the Blanchards come out and David Flair come out <laughs> and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat come out. <laughs> Did Steamboat come out on that mat? <laughs> right. That George the Animal Steel. Los Conquistadors Los came out. <laughs> it was like it was like 17 on 1, right? And Hammer still kicking ass because he's Hammer. And Juicy comes out to even the odds a little bit. Hammer's like, no, 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 I got this, bro. I don't need help with these chumps. I got this. And then for no reason at all, Juicy does the most disrespectful move in wrestling by throwing a chair at somebody's face, which I then have, gives Vinny the win. I don't call any of that. I have it's, it on, it's, it's nonsense. <laughs> I have it on good authority that he did it for the family. He did it for the good guy. I don't That's re- what I heard. I, I heard that, but I have no recollection of it happening. I don't know. It's, I, last <laughs> time I checked... Vinny hit a back elbow. One, two, three. Uh huh. 
That part yeah. happened. Yeah. You're, you're in lasagna cover gla- colored glasses here. Right? <laughs> lasagna covered glasses. I call that, that a I don't That's also why I had trouble seeing it. <laughs> I call that bologna. Is we, what had, I call we, it. we had the Amore glasses on, the new yeah. style that, you know. Yeah. So it's fine. So great. Night one. It was fun. It was I, uh, fun. As I was leaving, I had no voice. I had no voice. My voice was completely gone. It was a lot of fun. It, yeah, that was a fun show. Oh, that was a hot crowd. It was gone. <laughs> My voice was gone. But the next day, we had the truck up north. Yep. Some of us in beautiful sunshine. Some of us in a hurricane. Oh, should have left on time. I should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So you're gonna be late, brother. First off, dude, <laughs> that's that uh, code orange twister <laughs> hurricane that I went through. <laughs> Good God Almighty! It was it was honestly raining sideways to the point where my right side of my vehicle was just dry. Joe's in the movie Twister on the way up to the. Yep. The there was show. a flying cow. <laughs> and her name was Maud. And then there was Maud. <laughs> but yes, we trekked up for night two. Break it down. Break it down. But we're just, I'll bring it up now, but this we'll discuss it later. Since the effect, uh, events of night one, so juicy, uh, juicy, uh, turn on hammer. juicy turned his back on Hammer. Uh, they're facing each other on night two, and whoever loses must leave Pow. Get him out of here. Let's find out who it is. Get to the card. Get Your opening match. It. Did not see this as an opening match, but very, very good opening match. Christina Von Erie defeating Dark Sheik. Yeah. A little upset for me. It was a good match. Um, I Like we said, I, I want more Christina Von Erie. And Dark Sheik was good, too. Perfectly fine. It was a good match. Good opener. Dark Sheet, uh, crazy over the crowd. Yeah. Just yeah. Monster over the crowd. Yep. I was, I was honestly surprised she lost. Like, I was too. I would have bet, uh, would have got the winner, but, uh, getting, yeah. Good for, good for Von Eri. Yeah. It's hopefully that, that means uh, we, get a, we get a lot more of her, hopefully. So. Yeah. Or for both. Yeah. Good both. But it was a fun match. Uh, pop the producer. So, the right person won. That too. Right, producer? <laughs> Her response was dynamite. Then there was Mod. And then there was Mod. And then, uh, I mean, let's just keep the great show going. The next matchup Midnight Heat. That old, the best independent tag team in the world. Defeating the team of Zicky Dice and Levi Shapiro. <laughs> Put it in my veins. This was stupid fun. Yeah. Uh, this is the kind of like so C four and Midnight Heat was the kind of tag match I love. Like just two great tag teams yep. going at it. But I also love this kind of tag match where you've got an unconventional team, mm-hmm. and especially if it's the baby faces. Yeah. And then they're taking on a great team. It's just fun. Zicky Dice is all kinds of fun. Shapiro's a good straight man partner to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they work well together. Um, this was just. Fun. It's all. It's fun. It was fun. The the fact that we had pocket streamers and then Eddie had the like the, the Fetty in the mouth. Fetty in the mouth. I that popped me <laughs> hard because I did not see that coming. That was so good. You just kept pulling more and more out. That was so funny. Oh my god, I was not ready for that. He took all. a bump off confetti. That's so good. I was like, right. so the thing was this: Eddie covered his mouth up, and in my head, I'm like, is he like? Gonna puke? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's covering. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He covered his mouth up, and he's like, I'm like, what's going on there? Like, it, like I honestly thought he was gonna puke or something, because maybe, you know, 
a bad punch or something. But then all of a sudden, Zicky like reaches in his mouth and starts pulling. I'm like, I legit that popped me hard. I was just like, I'm done. Yep, I'm. It's a wrap. Um, but it was it was a fun match. Again, Midnight Heat does not disappoint. I love the pairing of Zicky and Levi. Uh, you know, like I said, put it in my veins. Fun stuff. Put it in my veins. Next up, which is becoming a uh, a Sunday tradition for pal shows, uh, Malcolm Flex beats the shit out of somebody. In this case, it was Chris Brady. As it was supposed to be Jaden. <laughs> yep. But something happened, so Chris Brady took over for Jaden. Um, and I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. That yeah. match was hard-hitting. And the finish was sudden. Uh, he uh, first of all, Flex. Uh, that's Spinebuster. I love that. Jesus. As a guy who grew up on Arn Anderson Spinebusters, it's second only to Ahmed Johnson. Uh, second only. Oh God. Second only. Second only to Ahmed. You yeah. shut your fucking mouth. I love that Spinebuster. It's a gorgeous Spinebuster. And then uh, Brady was on top rope, getting ready to do something, and out of nowhere, uh, he gets uh, broken in half. Bro- damn, oh, damn near broken in half. Only way we could say it. Uh, Flex gets the pin, and then um, abruptly Flex. leaves. Man, abruptly leaves the ring. Uh, not happy. Uh, I wasn't gonna say nothing. Didn't even get his hand raised. I, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. Hell no. No, no, no. no. Yes, You're sir, angry, sir. That's fine. You'd be yes, angry, sir, Mister Flex. Yes, sir, Mister Flex. Sir, you have a wonderful day. <laughs> Good spinebuster. Second only Ahmed. Shut your. No, it was a fun match. Like I said, with uh, about with night one with Brady, how uh, I was shocked and all. I'm like, oh wow, this guy's good. And then he went on against Flex. I'm like, okay, they're doing the super powerful man versus, you know, the quick, you know, what basically probably what they were going to do with Jaden, but they did with Brady. And I didn't mind the, you know, you know, lame that Jaden missed night two, but it helps Brady get more reps and, and in front of people. And it's just like, it's getting Brady over and got him over with me for these night two, the moonsault night one and just him. Try and do all the moves and stuff against Flex, but like I said, Flex is my boy. Yeah, no, he's dominant. He's dominant. If you're if you're on a car on Sunday with Flex, I'd call in sick. <laughs> I, I wouldn't work. You know, just you know, call in. You know, just you know, hey, uh, I got a root canal. I got to go to anal warts. Anal warts. You know, hey, my uh, car died. Even though I don't own one, I heard a car died and I'm mourning my that. My car's sick. Yeah, my car's sick. My, my car has COVID. My, my car got the vid and it's, it's just it's just not going to work today. Or just go up and say, hey, brother, crib doesn't work for me, dude. And then get, still we get beat up. And Flex, the, well, it does work for me, dude. So we're doing it. Uh, next match. Dead to rights, defeating the team of Spencer Scott and Zay Peraz. A couple young guys from the academy, I think. Uh, you know, it's good to see him. Good to get the reps. Uh, Dead to rights, winning and uh, looking good. I felt bad for Zay because his chest was... Uh, yeah, he took some stiff old Cleaver, chops there. Cleaver lays them in. Yep. I will say that. Well, you want to look good. <laughs> it looked good, sounded good, looked like it hurt. I don't think it felt good. But Probably didn't feel good. Probably wouldn't recommend uh, for long-term health. But, you know. I'll take seven of them. 
But no, I, I, I'll be honest. I really enjoyed this match. The what we talked about with the night one about the fact that Cleaver's teaching Shaw, and how they come out both wearing the, both having mohawks now. You know, it's like the small thing of them now getting closer, being like a full fledged tag team of. You know, the producer loves it when they are matching in some fashion. Mm. It's tights or hairstyle, whatever. Now they're getting the mohawks. and I, I've i put Pow over for this before, but I will reiterate it here with these two shows. This company is really good at uh, make uh, figuring out what's going to go where on their cards. The flow. Spacing it the out. Format, the, flow, the pacing. Yeah, the format. Yeah. They are really good at it. It has, it's always a nice flow. There's never a peak and then a low valley. Mm-hmm. And then a, it's just, it's steady all throughout. You have your, it's just really well done. It's, and not all companies can say that. It's really well done. And the, and the yeah. fact that this is the second time so far that they've done back to back nights. And I know we discussed it the first, first go around with the last, last month show of how we were worried that night one would just be a carry on to night two, you know, like, well, uh, I don't think carry on's not the right way. Like, cause it's supposed to be a carry on. It's supposed to flow from one to the other. Yeah. Um, the old defy, not defy fucking evolve the evolve trope where they would run a double shot weekend and card one would be good, but night two pale in comparison to night two. Uh, so far, that hasn't happened here. Mm-hmm. That's what I was getting uh-huh. to. The fact that that was what I was trying to say. Like, night one was always a good night, but then night two is the stacked more card. But so far, for, for me, both 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 months so far with back-to-back uh, nights, both shows have knocked out of the park. Yeah. I agree with that. That's what they do. That's why they're pal. Yeah, the promotions pal, aren't. But no, I like, I, uh, I like this match. I surprisingly like this match a lot. Your next match uh, in a loser leaves pal pro wrestling match. Our boy Hammerstone gets it done, defeats, and then so which means gets rid of Juicy. Kind of figured that was going to be the uh, the uh, end result. I mean, it's always possible that Hammer could have lost, but I remember reading on Twitter that Juicy said he was taking. Most of the rest of the year off, if not at least four or five months. So, kind of figured he was mm-hmm. losing here, but yeah, bro, good match. These are these are big boys, and they uh, they hit hard. Yes, they do. Who boy do they hit hard? Yep, this was fun. Um, it's I enjoyed this match a lot. The hard hitting, big boys, big. Uh, what's the saying? The uh, Big boys slapping meat. There it is. We got that. We got a. We got a lot of hammer going off the top rope. Um, it's a frightening sight. Hammer power bombing him to win. Uh, I think there's a. Like I hope this is not the end for for juicy for Pat for coming back to pow. I just hope this is just him going away. So, so you like in, you you like not living up to stipulations. I do. Wow. Do you? He's a WWE lifer. So yeah. 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 yeah nothing to him. I mean, eventually you can always come back. After well, what, what, my my point. Well, those 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 no good family members will probably bring them in because they don't respect. What happened? Oh, you, know you, you know how you get out of it. Simple. I mean, this, this is Memphis one on one. Lawler beats Bill Dundee. Yep. Loser leaves town in June of '83. Yeah, you know, you're ready to get Dundee back in February, March '84. 
you just have the hills beat up Lawler, and Lawler is the one that makes the call to Juicy. Nope. It's okay if the guy who beat him brings nope. him back. So I have times. I have an idea on how Juicy can come back. What I happens after? <laughs> I, I have mine. Teeth of Jaden. Your sucks. Okay. How, how, what happens after the match? What know. happens to our boy Hammer? <laughs> he gets what he deserves as the family comes oh, out. Of course. And they put him through a table. Yeah, I have no problem there. That's how Juicy comes back. The family. Our boy, the good guy Vinny brings him back. Because you know I why? Just said that, by the way. Yeah, he, he did just say that. Because he's a good guy. He did just say that. Good. He ripped because off his you're idea. He's not a good guy. It means Vinny, once again, is a cheap bastard. No, he's had a to good bring guy. Because he, he, he can't get it done. And you're coming around, so I'm proud of that. You know? I'm not coming around. So it's yeah. personal growth. Yeah, personal growth. It's your personal growth swinging, buddy. <laughs> Whoa. Sounds funny, buddy. I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do an intermission. After intermission. Hammer picking splinters out of his back. Ooh. Uh, but what? What, what did they do after intermission for one little database? Oh, yeah. Well, they were nice enough to wish him a, a happy birthday and have the crowd sing happy birthday to him, which, uh, you know, he was embarrassed, but he liked. You know, he was very appreciative. May or may not have put him through a table. Can't confirm. Yeah. You? Talk about that later. You know, um, that. Yeah, that was a nice touch. That was really cool. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you had Garrett talk to him for a, for a minute or two, and the next team coming out. So thank you, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank awesome. you, pal. That's awesome. It's a very cool thing. Made, made his birthday. Yeah. Uh, so your next match after the intermission was C4 defeating one of my favorite uh, teams, the Cook Brothers. Scuzzy Cook Brothers. <laughs> uh, C4 interacting with a little database throughout yeah, the match. C4 wishing him a happy birthday as well, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Um, meant a lot to him. This is a fun match. Oh, this is a fun Dude, match. I love C4, but I, I'm low-key. Like, the Cook I Brothers love, are entertaining I love shit. a good scuzzy I, team. I've seen the Cook Brothers <coughs> before at the other shows, but and Defiant stuff. I think this was their best match I've seen them wrestle, and it was fan-fucking-tastic. It was, was great. Did you guys see, uh, I think it was Brian who tweeted... On the weekend, he said that uh, I had a great weekend. Vinny said I was beautiful. And Vinny quote tweeted and said, You're more beautiful than your brother. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it was but great. Vinny was I loved it. a great Twitter follow. He is a great he Twitter is. follow. Do that. Follow him. Snoring elbow. At snoring elbow. Follow him. <laughs> but no, the, this match was awesome. Love good scuzzy teams. Cook Brothers remind me of the Edgeheads. Oh, Hawkins com- and Ryder. That's a good comparison. Yeah, that remind me of them. That's such a good comparison. I had one the other night. I can't think of who I said they were. They were like a redneck version of I can't remember the team I used. And hey, let's be honest. Who who thought we'd say this? But in 2022, if you're compared to Cardona and Hawkins, I mean, in uh, Myers, that ain't too bad. It's not bad. There's went, far worse things to be compared to, like the family. <laughs> um, hey, hey, hey. hey! By the way, well, before we move on, we should bring something up. What we we started to do Not at the show, and we have a we have a oh. we, uh, uh, this this gentleman follows me on Twitter, so I do appreciate that, <laughs> Buddy Ruth. <laughs> when, when you get to three, and then we yell out "see," and then you cut your count off, or you don't give us the four two times, <laughs> two times, buddy, you got heat with us. You know who did it right, Benjamin? Yeah. Greatest ref in Pal Wrestling history. Benjamin did it right. That's how you do it. We did it twice on Benjamin. Twice. The other guy. 
Yeah, hates us. We, he hates he, us. He cut us short. We were we were revving our engine, getting ready, and he cut us short. That's two. That's two. Don't let there be a third. I'm with you, buddy Ruth. You stay true to you. You do you. Don't don't. You're, you're soon be seeing us waiting for you in the parking lot. That's right. Wow. That's right. <laughs> with some money. Yeah, with some money. Yeah. Yeah. Support the guy. Uh, yeah. 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 That's two. That's two. That's two. You're going to grind my gears right now. <laughs> but no. We oh man, we we had it. We're like, see. And then he's like, oh. then he's like, get back in the ring. And then <laughs> like in that mat in the C4 match, he never got to four. Ever. He, he, he just never. refused to count to four. He's like, one. And we're like, two. And he's like three. And we're like, here we go, here we go. <laughs> see! Both of you guys get in the ring. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. And then he would say four. Right? <laughs> you fucking ruined it. And then, again, like three minutes later, both brawling <laughs> on the other side. One, oh. two, three. See. All right, boys, get in the ring. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, and I, then, I don't think he ruined it. I think he's playing you. Oh, I think I he. Like. That's, why he ain't, that's why he has two. That's <laughs> two. Grinding your gears. <laughs> you already grinds my gears. That's, that's enough, boys. Move on. Next match. It's a that big special here. Yep. This is Kevin Blackwood defeating Adam Brooks. Yes, this was the match I was most looking forward oh, to. Oh, man, card. what a match. And it was damn good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've seen Adam Brooks once, maybe twice before. Um, I believe once was on a Melbourne Championship Wrestling. Yes, I've watched Melbourne Championship Wrestling out of Australia. And then he was part of the Defy Show with uh, teaming up with uh, Swerve and uh, yep, um, Nick Wayne taking on Midnight Heat and um, Daniels. Yeah, Daniels. yep, yep. That's the other one. And I think he was one. He was supposed to start with Ring of Honor right before COVID hit, mm. and never made, it, never was able to. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's real good. good. He's he would have been something in Ring of Honor like that's that's one of those dams like it still might still time because uh, let's talk about bad luck. Tony's gonna be looking to the to the to the Pacific Northwest a little more. He signed with Ring of Honor like February 2020, that's, and then bam, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Hard to get around that. Yeah. Uh, this match was great. Kevin Blackwood, I like I like Kevin Blackwood a lot. The aesthetic crippler um, who. He uses a crossfit. Hey, man. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, it's been 15 years. It's time to bring Chris Pinwall back. <laughs> if they can save Rabbit Wolverine now on WWE. <laughs> I don't know if they can. <laughs> well, they said Wolverine and Rabbit, so we'll carry on. <laughs> yeah, but then after he said it, there was like a minute pause. Yeah, he was like, I meant Will Demise. <laughs> <laughs> Animal. This was fun as hell, though. Yeah, it was a good match. Vince uh, is picked up. Mm. I could see. I, I'd like to see a rematch between these two. Blackwood looking like he's getting a, a home here in the Northwest in terms of uh, being here more often than not. He'd be a really good YouTube champion. Good. No good he, Steve Miggs. He would be. He's an addition to any card. I'll tell you that. It was great. I enjoyed it. The high flying. It's like the like the crowd was already hyped. There's just this match alone just made it like even more because it's just you know well, you know what it reminded me a little bit cruiserweight days of WCW yeah yep never bad though it's like one or two steps above oh yeah as soon as it started I was like yep this is uh, yep business picked up business done picked up here business picked up speaking of business picking up next match 
ended in a double disqualification is thus no good Blanchards can't do anything right when they took on uh, Drexel and Charlie and cheated and eventually Drexel and Charlie had to defend themselves For, first of all that's bullshit full, I, all they did was put them in headlocks over and we, over again Bubba kept bitching about being bitter so I don't know he's a little coward they were just headlocks it was clean technical wrestling that's all I saw first off we're in Blanchard country we're never in Blanchard country oh, oh, oh no we are in Blanchard we country we are always in Blanchard country this is Blanchard, Blanchard country is like Narnia or it doesn't actually exist you just in your mind Drexel and Charlie were biting the whole match. The whole match. Clean whole match. headlocks, sir. Clean headlocks. That's all it was. <laughs> Last time I checked, I'm Ron Burgundy, and those were not <laughs> clean headlocks. Uh, Bubba taking the majority of it. Yeah. Uh, the, biting the head, forehead. Between between this match and the main event, my man Jeremy was on Honky Tonk Man active duty. Uh, <laughs> good brother forearms, brother. Yeah. Good brother forearms. <laughs> Well, what's that? A massive dive going to happen? I guess I could tie my boot down here. What's that? Is that like a session over there? Yep. And I and I, I tip my cap to him. Oh, the smartest man in that room. <laughs> smartest man in the room, right there. But uh, that's how the workers stay working. It was it was a fun match. First off, last time I checked, and if you checked the instant replay, Bubba got hit first, and Bubba was just defending himself with the chair shot. That's true. That's factually inaccurate. What? Last time I checked, I'm right. When was the last time you checked? <sighs> a couple of years. There it is. So I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> but no, it was, again, fun match. Charlie got over. He got the, uh, the crowd chanting for him. Yep. Walking yep. out when he was the last one to leave. I like it. Uh, I like him. Um, I think, but it, it, well, once again, the few that'll never stop. Bubba and little database. Yep. Yeah. Picked right back up. Yep. I will slap yours at it. Again. Database, and, bring it, done. Bring <laughs> it, baby. And again, Blanchard's win, so that's always a fantastic uh, Definitely double thing. DQ. Nobody won. I seem <laughs> to remember the Blanchard's won. Again, you're in a, a drunken haze. You don't remember. You were, you were in a food coma is what happened. You're uh, in a food coma. Both you know, things you know are what? possible with me. You know how... You <laughs> food know how, coma and drunken haze. You know how BS this match was with the Drexel and Charlie biting? I was saying words I never say. Like... I forgot. <laughs> That's how. Um, okay. They were lawyers. The. the. I was saying. I was saying lawyer terms and how. Uh, it was bird law. Well, you are a simple bird lawyer. I am a simple. But yes, they're <coughs> having, they. It was really grinding my gears with them cheating, Drexel and uh, Charlie. But that led to our main events, which is a lumberjack match for the Pal Pro Wrestling Championship. As that no good some bitch, Vinny Massaro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Somehow. I think what you mean is somehow we heard the beautiful dulcet tones of of Dean Martin. Mm-hmm. As that's Amore filled the arena. That's getting over. As the good guy Vinny oh. came out. The crowd is. Ready to serenade him to the uh, ring. It the, is getting over. The crowd's like forty percent for Vinny. It's uh, it's, last, it's growing. It's the last couple. The the frat boys and of course no cell corner over there with the exception of you, you, you and you the know, little database. You know what with I don't except like? Except the real ones. You, you, you know, and the little database. You know what I don't like is the fact the that we're split. So it's Corey at the end <laughs> doing the po- in the shrug, and then it's Data Booble thumbs down me. <laughs> it's like we're doing a, a sandwich here, and 
the love doesn't get across no. because we're surrounded with these negative Nancys. By the way, I'll let you know now. The producer is part of the family. That's right. Well, Three I fifths. Mean, you know. Three fifths. And I know it, Devin would be part of the yeah, family. Yeah, everybody's a bad guy. Would Devin? No. Devin, Devin's with me because he has class. And when we say screw the Blanchards. Yeah, but he's got class with a K. Yeah. So yeah. You can't count that. So. <laughs> and he gets funny bone. Over like a mother. Uh, Yeah. Brother. This I think good. this is the first Lumberjack match I've ever seen live. I don't think I've ever seen you one know live. What? It might be the first one I've seen live. It's this mine too. was it's mine. Uh, really you know fun. I can't swear to it, but I think the Portland wrestling show I went to in February '89 might have had a Lumberjack, but I couldn't swear. I loved Malcolm hiding behind the ring post. <laughs> you didn't see him, did you? That was I really funny. Uh, the uh, Mr. Ulala was there. Uh, Making the show I, worse automatically. I, I, how dare you? He's an inventor of moves that we've never seen before, and you know, uh, I love the fact. I, it's it, I think it was my first lumberjack match I've seen in person, and I like it's the fun part of. We've seen uh, plenty of lumberjack matches, and I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, the face is going to get pulled to the heel side; they're going to get beat up. Vice versa with the uh, heel to the face side. But I just love the fact for this match, it's like Vinny gets g- gone down to the hillside and they just surround him and just like no one can get hold of them. <laughs> and you know, I'm like watching them and they're like, get him back in the ring, get him back in the ring. And like, I think the cook bro's like, hey, you can calm down over there. Like, <laughs> he needs a break. <laughs> and just like w- instantly, one's funny bone gets knocked out. So there were brawls everywhere. <laughs> At one point, Funny Bone dove on like 75 people. And, and uh, Jeremy, nowhere to Jeremy be found. Jeremy, nowhere to be found. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, I loved it. Just watching the brawl and all, what, like 20, 25 people fall, and Jeremy just starts walking up like, so what good. happened, guys? Uh, anything happened here? Uh, to the best of my recollection? my recollection? Nah, nothing happened. I missed the spot. But uh, Vinny definitely cheated at the end and got the victory, and you know again, again. I don't someday that guy he'll get what's coming I, to him again. I don't know what you're talking about. Last time I checked, didn't uh, didn't uh, Vinny hit a back elbow and one, two, three? Vinny is cashing checks or is writing checks that he can't cash. It's, it's going to come up to him, and he's going to lose that title. And it's going to be glorious. Uh. Family is going down. I got news for you. Family is I, going down. I don't think so. Which, by the way, I need to uh, do a little tweet to the little database because of his uh, post he sent me about how the family was going to be losing and how I'm going to have another new family. And last time I checked this past weekend, it was a winning weekend for the whole family because I think I think the family won every match they were in. Every match they were in. Uh, the Blanchard won both theirs. Flex won theirs. And our boy, the good guy, Vinny, defended his title successfully, not once, but twice. He's a coward. Twice, I tell you. Yeah. (coughs) Fun. Fun two nights of wrestling. Oh, yes. Can't wait for uh, the next show. And uh, stay tuned for that. Stay stay tuned tuned for more info on that. Before we leave, pal, gentlemen, we're going to borrow a gimmick from another show. Oh, 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 oh. We're going to take into account the entire weekend. Yep. Do a little award show here. So should we go to the favorite part of the show? We should. It's the award show. 
Let's start off with best match. So for me, for the whole weekend, my best match was uh, Midnight Heat versus C4 from night one. Okay. Oh, my God. Corey? I even went up to uh, Cody Chun and Guillermo Rosas after that or afterwards and let them know <laughs> that it was fantastic. That's my favorite match of the weekend, yeah. That is up there, but it's not mine. This guy. Mine? C4 and the Cook Bros. Okay. Night 2. Nice. I really enjoyed that match. Nice. But the, the other midnight, the other tag match was number two for me. <laughs> My favorite part of that match, they had knocked Cody Chun to the floor right in front of us. <laughs> yeah. And, Cody. Uh, and uh, the action's going on in the ring, and he, he rolls over and turns over and goes, Are we winning? <laughs> How are we doing? I'm like, yeah, you got an advantage right now. <laughs> How are we doing? Nope. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, Cook Bros and uh, C4 for me for night two. But uh, worst match of the weekend? Uh, there are not any bad matches. Yeah, nothing was bad. And to me, this to me these are what the POW uh, events are. Back when NXT was good. They had five really good matches, and one had to be fifth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was nothing bad. Um, they, they were all perfectly fun and perfectly fine. I guess I'll go with... Jeez, uh, if I have to pick one. Um, I got mine. Go ahead. Mine is, uh, was Dan Blanchard's against Drexel and Charlie. How dare you. How dare you. What? what Blanchard country. What did I say? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you <laughs> You son of a bee Um Hmm What would be my Worst match of the night It wasn't a really bad match of the night Um Give me a second Uh Cause Blanchard won So that can't be I need to a double count out I need to introduce you guys to Double EQ I need to introduce you guys to Rock God Ricky Gibson And his uh Roadie uh, Eddie Pearl. That's what I need to shoot you on YouTube. Oh, yeah? Um, I can't, I'm having trouble picking one. Everything was fine. Everything was what it should be. Uh, if I had if I had to pick one, um, I'm, and I'm not saying this is a bad match, I might go... Oof, no, I don't know about that one. Um... Damn, that's hard. Tell them to get me, guys. Uh, well, it's hard. There's not a bad match. Uh, you I'll just g- said we're not saying they're bad. Okay, I will say... <laughs> you just said out of the five matches, one of them has to be fifth. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, dead to rights versus Spencer and Zay. Yeah, that's fine. Just... The young guys. I, I get the reps in. I can't pick one, you know? I had to, though. Uh, who is your MVP? Oh, for me, it's it's the champ. It's, it's Vinny. The champ. It's Vinny. Hey. Two successful title defenses. Come on, you big gabagoo. You oh got to pick God. Vinny. No. Two pick... successful title defenses against Mine. two big names. Thank you. Is one who made a, a lasting impression on me. That would be Christina Von Erie. It's a good pick. There we go. It's a good pick. It's a great weekend. Uh, your Moa Dib? Hmm. <laughs> Gotta be juicy. Yeah. Turn, turn on your boy Hammer. And, and then, then you got booted. Yeah, it's juicy. Get out of here. I'll go juicy because he has to leave, but hopefully my idea first that I said first of him coming back this to the guy. family. This guy. Uh, as he could be f- the family security, he'll come back. So sadly juicy. Uh, 
Is there a WTF? Yeah, why, Juicy? <laughs> why you got to turn your boy hammer like that? Why you got to do that? Why you got to throw a chair like that? Mine's, why you got to be like that? Mine's uh, WTF to hammer is why can't you get help from Juicy? It's right there. My WTF is the fact, <laughs> it's the joke one over here. My WTF is the, the family wanted to show uh, Hammer their new table that they bought, and then for, he disrespected the table, so... You know what you gotta do. Yeah, put him through it. Put him through it. But Funny Bone, Charlie, and Drexel make the save like two minutes after the beatdown. Yeah, right. like, where are you guys at? And WTF is, why can't Hammer get any help now? He's been, how many times has he's he been, been turned, turned on, on by everybody? Everybody. He's been beaten up multiple it's messed times. Up. It's messed up. It's messed up. No, no respect. He gets no respect. But. <clears throat> Yeah, that's my WTF of uh, Hammer is. getting turned on so many times. There it is. Um, but uh, again, fantastic shows both nights. Cannot wait for the next show. Um, more to come. But before we leave, we had homework. We did have homework. We did have homework. And uh, who was the who was the professor this week? Uh, it was be it would be me. Eyes uh, eyes professors. I told you guys to do things, and hopefully you've done, done them good. You know, TV's more good than the books. It's true. So, SummerSlam 93, I had you guys watch the Jerry Lawler, Bret Hart, Doink the Clown, Triangle of Fun. Segment. Yes. <laughs> um, most I just wanted you guys to experience Jerry and Bobby in tandem. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and, yeah, and plus it's good. I mean, Doink, Matt Bourne could go, so Bret, mm. Bret and Doink had a fucking really good match. And then Brett and Jerry had the kind of match they should have had. Yep. I love when uh, Jerry Jerry's coming out. Bobby goes, I knew it all along. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I heard something. I, <laughs> I, so this was my first. First time watching it? My first time watching it. I got, it was. It's like the thing of, I was so enthralled by what Bobby was saying. Like, it kind of took away from the match, but like, not like. Fully, but like I, you know, I you just, just take for granted how good he was on commentary. Yeah. Bobby was in rare form the last six months he was there. Yeah, God, it man. was just that rare form of just like, um, uh, it's just like the like <laughs> Lawler comes out on crutches and uh, like Heenan's like, I'll tell you what happened, I'll tell you later, and and that going on, and like the and he's like, some old blue hair hag. <laughs> Should have had her license Should revoked. Should have had her license revoked. A 40 car uh, pile up, 80 car pile up. Uh, Lawler had to escape his uh, rent car, as uh, Lawler said it was a limo. As he, had, he had to help uh, children escape a burning fire vehicle. Uh, but it was, it was overall both good matches. Yeah. Uh, surprising uh, doink. But he can go. And you know that Bruce Hart had to be there in some way for... Oh, yeah, of, of course, course Bruce Hart had to be uh, on camera. Of course Bruce had to uh, overdo it. Hey, Bruce, you got to stay out of the ring. What? Dive in and hang on to the ropes for security? He probably comes. took out Stu Hart so he could be on TV. <laughs> uh, it's one of the funner moments from that year for me. Um, Brett and Lawler just had a ridiculously great feud. It's a classic feud. It's so good. When did Doink debut? January, well, November 92, wrestling okay. January 93. And uh, Portland, you know, Portland, Oregon, yep, yep. stable mate, or Matt Bourne. Yep. Until he left and they turned him babyface because 
I don't like Babyface Doink, but Heel Doink Anywho. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Brett, 93 was like his coming out party. I know he'd already been champ once, but 93 was kind of the year where I was like, okay, Brett's the dude now. Yeah. And uh, and then Lawler, he had the time, only 43. Yep. Still had his fastball. And boy, holy fuck, he was good. Um, the, the finish was crazy. How about the, oh, God damn it, I just lost his name. Jack Tunney. Yep. Jack Tony makes an appearance. Yep, Jack Tony. Uh, lo- I love uh, Heenan blaming that the old blue-haired woman might have been Helen. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how about uh, how many people have power given a power driver to Jerry Lawler? A few. Yeah, not, not very many, but a few. On national TV? Yeah. On national TV? Yeah. No, no, not national TV. Fred might be one of the the first. Um. I enjoyed the match, to this, be honest, but matches. The crazy part is Brett, uh, Bobby Heenan's commentary at Survivor Series during the Hart Family versus Shawn Michaels in the ninth match is even better. Um, whenever you have like 30 minutes because it's a Survivor Series elimination yeah. match, it's worth it just for his commentary. Uh, when like Stu's in the corner and he's wearing a Bruins <laughs> jacket and he's like, ah, Stu pilfered another jacket from the... Uh, the concession stand. <laughs> or like, uh, 10 minutes later, Stu's just sitting there watching the match, and Bobby and Vince are doing the country, and he's like, excuse me, Vince, uh, hey, Stu, wake up! <laughs> uh, this is a great match. This was yeah, so fun. Was fun. How many times have you seen this, Corey? Uh, probably 10 or so. I, this is one of my, it's Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler, so. Yeah. What do you give it? That's tough because it's two different matches. Brett and Doink, yeah, three and a half. Lawler and Doink, yeah, two and three quarter to three. Yep. It's more story than match. But uh, what, about, what about the Bruce Hart with uh, Bruce and <laughs> security? Bruce sitting next to maybe the most Canadian looking that Owen Hart ever was. was. It, what, what, was there anybody ever was? Was it like Damn. beige on beige, right? <laughs> with a mullet. I yeah. was like, Jesus. But you know, it's that fun part about Owen is like watching that and then you like look at him like, like, he is super, let's go, Brett, you know, like, the, uh, just, let's go, Brett. I'm like, I, what? Like, it was a little off-putting. Like, yeah. what? It was different. I don't even know what uh, you're for Brett. That's weird. So I liked it. I love that stuff. So that was, that was mine. I wanted you guys to witness Bobby and Jerry at their best. What about your other question you have for Corey on these? Oh, the best. Is match. there anything else? And what did we did we miss anything? Or what did we? Oh, miss? you missed quite a bit. Good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> is there a better match? Yes. Uh, one that you thought would be better <clears throat> is Shawn Michaels versus Mr. Perfect for the Intercontinental Title. Yeah. Disappointing. Oh, sad. So, did not live up to it. This was puffy Shawn Michaels. Yeah. This was just before he got suspended for steroid use. Yep. All he's got here is a beer belly. Um. So, yeah, he got Puffy Shawn Michaels against Mr. Perfect. But you do have the Steiner brothers defending the tag belts against Jim Cornette's heavenly bodies of Jigolo, Jimmy Del Rey, and Dr. Tom Pritchard. Um, that's a good match. Uh, probably the be- That's probably the best of the night, yeah. honestly. And then the Brett Doink Lawler stuff. You have Razor Ramon defeating Ted DiBiase in his final WF match. Mm-hmm. And you've got, of course, Lex Luger, the Lex Express, coming to old Detroit to take on Yoko. For the title. For the title. Oof. And then, uh, because I fast-forward through it to, like, close it, like, because I hate Peacock because it's like... It'll stay open, like, yeah. It stays open if you, like, oh, yeah. you only watch half of it. So, like, I fast-forward through it all, and then there's, like, a debut at the end. 
to take on one Lex Luger because he hates America. Uh, Ludwig Borga. Yeah. Ludwig mm. Borga. He takes on Marty Janetti and destroys him. Yeah, it's messed up about your dad. It's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, fun little card, but it's the, by far the best part is what I showed you. Yeah. Okay. So, Mr. Ruble. Yeah, yeah. He says we're going to hate this. Uh-oh. By the way. So, uh, so here's the thing. You're not going to hate what I'm going to tell you to watch. Oh, God. It is kind of a hipster basic ass pick. But it's sort of timely. I'm trying to figure out now, what's hipster about. Now, the issue is a Dolph Ziggler match. The issue is that I'm only telling you to watch the match, but you might go back and watch about five months worth of TV. Okay. Because we're going to 2011. We're going to Money in the Bank. We're going John Cena versus CM Punk. I'm okay. I'm oh, okay. Fuck, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Now, the challenge is going to be to not try and watch all the Punk stuff. I'm for sure going to do that. Yeah. But uh, that's the match we're watching. Money oh. in the Bank 2011. You know how... how oh, shucks. You know, oh, shucks. You know how... I'll save you, Joe. Oh, there's nothing better on this than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to save now. There's nothing better. Oh, I know. You know how I do know? Because Money in the Bank 2011 is the only pay-per-view DVD that I have. There it is. I, oh. have, I have the best of... You know, best of SmackDown, best yeah. of WWE, but best that of the only pay-per-view. Corey and I will talk about how we watched it and what that night was like for us. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that next week. But I, I was, I can. If, I thought me, it was timely with Punk being hurt. Let me, like, you know what? And Cena coming back. Yeah. Let me think about it because I do remember the room I was in with good old Jr. and the and the uh, artist formerly known as Mac. So and I uh, vividly remember that day. Um, mm-hmm. I was, what was I got? Fuck, I was going to say something. Adrenaline? No, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't remember. God damn it. In your soul? I had something. Was okay. it about punk? About it was about this. Oh. The pay-per-view? Oh, yeah. That's a little-known factoid. Uh, this is the... Uh, this was the basis of the first podcast... Joe, Jeff, and I ever did. Yep. We did a podcast about this pay-per-view. But never to be released, just to do a run-through and feel, get a feel. And honestly, I think it's probably one of the better ones we did. I think we might have it. I don't know. It's somewhere. It's before we did even the first Monday Night War. We did Money in the Bank 2011. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So um, that's my pick. It's like the great missing podcast. Yeah. It's the great Boy, Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, Survivor Series. Survivor Series on, yeah. <laughs> Which we did do. Which I wouldn't do again if you no, paid me. No, I'd no, do no, Money no, in the no. Bank again. I wouldn't no, do. no, 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 no. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the pay-per-view war stories. We're breaking down 1999 Survivor Series. No, that was, a, that was terrible, so no. You know mm. what I love is when we do like a four-hour show and then like it, uh, <laughs> it goes away. It goes away, vanishly somehow. It's like we're good. What the hell? But so don't ever give a shit. We did it. <laughs> it's all right. We did we it. We just didn't do the first pay per view, brother. <laughs> like we, the first six months. The first six months. We just, Joe just forgot to push record, dude. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> Classic joke. I'll man. let you guys know this. When I hit record, I panic because I uh, sometimes I put like the news feed up that I need to read or like yeah. look up review. I'm like, is it still recording? And we're like, oh my God. we're like 45 minutes, 30 minutes in the show. I'm like, is it like I'm having a mental breakdown? So I have to go back and check. And then I freak out when I go to it because of uh, if I hit stop or we're something. I'm like, God damn it. God yeah. damn it. 
Is that and then when when we have to do the uh, Skype stuff, the Skype has to download. Yeah, and it has a little bar, but there's also like a cancel button on like the thing. And oh Jesus! So when Why I, did I put the cancel button so close, so it, it is. So when I leave the computer and it goes to black screen, I have to hit a button to <laughs> open oh, God. it. So I'm like. Did I just delete a three-hour show? Oh, oh my God. No way. Damn it. it. Yeah. Better you than me. See, I look forward to that next week. While I panic and freak out about all of our podcasts, which you can listen to at NoSoEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSoEntertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on social media, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. You can listen to us on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, and basically... You can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 